Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Cricket Show, broadcasting around the world every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. blogtalkradio.com slash thecricketshow or fast bowl us an email with your questions and comments to thecricketshow at comcast.net. And now, let's talk cricket, lovely cricket. A pleasant good evening to all of you out in Radio Land, especially to my buddy from another continent, it seems continent of California. Good evening to you, Dennis. Good evening to you, Leon, and welcome to another nice sunny afternoon out here in California. Are you a sad man or a happy man? Oh, (laughs) I tell you, I need buckets to walk around with me to carry the tears. Amen. And so say all of us. That makes me a sad man. Indeed. And um, before any ado, let us go right into the Word of God to bring him into the house because Wesley needs, needs some divine intervention. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you. We come to you with an open heart. We are broken because our team has been let us down. He has let us down badly, Lord. And you know that we love our game that well. But nevertheless, Lord, you... You are in control. You know what is best. We pray you just continue to bless each player. Bless the, the whole number of islands in the Caribbean and all the supporters around the world. We know how much this meant to them, and knowing that they were hoping that they could retain the championship, but it was not to be. It's your will. We pray especially our loved ones who are sick, my dear wife Eunice, Dr. Leroy Lashney and his daughter Lisa, Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Murtris um, Nisbet, Elkamido Willett, Ralston Otto, Wentworth Francis, Iselma Cornelius, Dennis Kelman, Joseph Guntrop, Willis, and Mona Daniel, Fillmore Hallpike, Earl Stevens, Jeanette Hughes, Dr. Roger Brown, of course, Virgil Francis Jr. And all those who have not expressed their concerns, Lord, we pray for them. We hope you'll just bring some semblance of hope in their lives and trust that you will 
allow them to be back to their normal selves so they can continue to do the work that you have set forth to do. And with that said, we thank you again, Lord. We pray you let the show go on without any interruption, despite numerous setbacks in the, in the course of the day, but we are able to solve them. Thank you, Lord, for all your help. And pray you'll just bless the show. I hope the participants may get to express themselves and those who are listening will understand and be enjoyed by the entertainment and the information that we intend to provide. All these that we ask in your name. Amen. Well, Dennis, you give us a little little word from out of the California. Well, I try to start the show with something unusual because I, this this one really got to me. Dennis, well, are you? Yes. Yes. Weather weather wise out here, it's a gloriously beautiful afternoon out here in Southern California. We've got a lovely 78 degrees Fahrenheit, and it's cool, it's sunny, and not a cloud in the sky yet. It is not very hot. We are enjoying a very fine period of weather compared to what we were having in the early summer. Obligation was to West Indies cricket. Go ahead, Dennis. I tried to queue up this yeah. this little piece of uh, of um, information I that I got. Okay. Yes, but go ahead. So, you, yes, go ahead. We, finish your sentence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we we are certainly um, enjoying this fine, beautiful weather we're having out here, which is not the same as we were having in the summer with all that heat and fire. Now mm-hmm. we have coolness, and it's very pleasant to be out there. I'm actually indoors now, but pretty soon I'll be looking to get out there because the weather out there is so fine and beautiful. Yes, it is fine here too. But let me pause and just give... Phil, an opportunity to say hello to his friends. He's not a quicker fan, but he's on with us this afternoon. We have to do that before he falls asleep. Phil, welcome to the Cricket Show. Yeah, I accept your welcome, sir. And um, Dennis, you're yes, in California yes, where the yes, weather yes. is much better than it was before in the summer. And uh, Ivor is there too? No, not, not yet. yet. Not yet. I think yet. we have. We, I think we have Donna on the line. I don't know. If you want to say oh, hello to Donna. I, Donna, yeah, yeah, sure. Hello. Yes, yes. Hello, Donna. Hi. How, how are, are you it? tonight? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? You know my brother. My brother married. Huh? My brother married. You know. How okay. No, no. She said, "If you're crying, you're crying." See, well, right. No, but anyway, I'm not crying. I'm right, not hold, crying. Hold, hold a hold a while. Let, let me make you cry then. Okay, hold a while. Let me cry. Make you cry. Donna, you hold on too. No, I'm not crying. <laughs> oh, you're not crying, but I, I. Well, you know. Okay, you guys make me lost the link now. Ooh, come on. So as we're saying, it's a good day here in my neck of the woods too. But um, it's one of these days that you don't get usually get at this time of the year, but what is happening here? Okay. Well, folks, pause for our cause, because we have a great, great West Indian. He was talking today, and he brought tears to many people's eyes, and I hope you're going to bring tears to yours as well. Not in from myself. My whole obligation was to West Indies cricket. 
I have always said, I have never made a run for me. I have always played for the West Indies team, you know, and it was such a pleasure and joy to be able to do what I did. You know, records meant nothing. The team was important. I don't think we have that kind of person today. We might have them in different countries. We might have them in Sri Lanka. We might have them in England, in Australia. But I don't think we have that kind of person in West Indies cricket anymore who is quite prepared to play and to give it everything to their country. And that hurts. And until we can get people who are willing play for West Indies in the right way, I think that we're going to be struggling for a long time. Other countries are going to come and surpass us. I believe that a lot of West Indian players today want to make Test cricket and do well because the IPL is just around the corner and they can go there. That is not going to develop a country. That is not going to bring a country back to the standard that it used to be. Because as soon as they develop and they get there, they're gone too. That was the voice of the great Sir Garfield Sobers. Phil and Donna and Iva and guys, why don't you guys start a comment? Phil, what's your thoughts? You know, you know, I I think the West Indies need a cricket psychologist. A cricket psychologist. They have, all they have those. Oh, they have one already? Yes, they have everything. Except they have everything they need, and they yet they're still being um, non um, uh, At the bottom of most radicalized. They hmm. need still being radicalized. To, to them, yeah. Yeah. Them, Go ahead. Go ahead, Donna. Go ahead. You're on. You're on, Donna. Go ahead. So I was, I was mm. saying that these were Indians. They were not interested in... Like, you know, nicking, ticking the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. They just want to make fast runs. Mm-hmm. They just want to be hurrying everything. What about the teams? How they knock the ball? The one, one, the one, the two, you know? You're right, you're right. And make yeah, sure they put, get a partnership going. Make sure they get runs on the board. They yes. want to be hitting at everything. That's not how you play cricket. <laughs> no, no, I agree with that. Yes, those are the days we have passed. They have overtaken us. We we cannot be just going. I see how Pollard get out the other night when he get that one ball. My goodness. One ball. Dennis, Dennis, <laughs> what say you, sir? Yes. Come on in. Talk to us. Well, those are very moving commentary from the great Sir Garfield Sobers. I, I noticed yeah. emphasis on players, players who are Playing for not for country, but playing for other rewards, and that's mm-hmm. not yeah. to say other rewards is not important. But mm-hmm. we should balance this with the country and the 
find the team and our desire to improve instead of putting selfishness and selfish pride ahead of the country and the game that we work so hard to keep and on the top of the cricketing world. Yeah, and Clyde Walker was talking to a group of us after a cricket match, which he played in the Islands, and he says, sixes are not all. Yes, hmm? I remember those words to Clem Francis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leo Gore was the captain of the team at one time. Right. Let me pause. Let me pause here for a call because I'm going to just bring the, just the outline of the other, the other matters that we have to cover this evening and then we can go into it. At 6.30, we'll have the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Well, as you folks know, by now, the West Indies has been disgraced. They have been knocked out. They lost their final match to Australia, and they are home with, without the, they surrender the trophy. We don't know who is going to be that, but it could well be England, um, South, South Africa, and, of course, New Zealand and Pakistan. Not South Africa, sorry. Australia. Um, Australia. Well, there is call from lots of writer for Pollard to to be fired. This, uh, out of the Barbados. Uh, well, this is coming out of of um, Guyana. Time to fire Pollard as West Indies white ball captain. And, of course, we'll go on a little further and just give you the outline because um, Dwayne Bravo, he has retired from international cricket. And strange enough, folks, he did write a song that started to celebrate before, but, of course, it was not to be. We'll play that a little later on in the show, too. But just to be clear to him, he has tendered his second time around, he has said, well, I'm finished with international cricket, but this time he has said, that's it. I'm going to hang up my, not only my my bowling arm and my boots, and the West Indies Cricket Board has sent him a congratulatory note on his retirement. Also, the International Cricket Council has also sent him that. And, of course, in the workup, the standings as of Today, we had uh, the England and Australia heading those groups. And in this group two, we have Pakistan and New Zealand. Um, Pakistan completed a victory today to be unbeaten, five from five. England lost, of course, to South Africa yesterday, losing watch, one match. But they were depleted in a sense because they had no Tyrell Mills. And now it looks like, say, they're not going to have their opener as well. And what else is in the news? That is what is is uh, taking the forefront of the news. Just that West Indies has would be touring. Um, also, they be touring Pakistan, and also they be going over to 
No, they'll be going with Sri Lanka and Pakistan. I have the squad that was selected a little later on. I'll give you that. But just to um, keep it off with those items, we can just chew on those before we go into half past six. So, Dennis, why don't you... You you have something to you have the that well, that um, you want to bring it now. We have a little time until and then perhaps you you want to wait when the others come or or what? I'll wait for the others to come. But okay. In the meantime, you know we have some sort of breaking news, if you wish, out yes, of uh, out, out of the UK, where some while back you may recall we brought up the idea we we of uh, the uh, Pakistan-born Yorkshire player, uh, Azim Rafiq, who had accused the um, county of racism and uh, treating him very disgracefully. Yes. There was an inquiry, and of course, the Yorkshire club tried to play down the outcome and refused to um, seriously acknowledge what had taken place. Uh, now things have come to a boil again with more um, calls and comments against the Yorkshire Club. And what we see here is that sponsors are now uh, leaving uh, their sponsorship of the Yorkshire Cricket Club. Wow. And more importantly and more recently, the ECB, English Cricket Board, has banned Yorkshire from uh, participating in uh, touring matches. There's a statement here written by um, one David Filmer in the Metro News from London, and I'll just read a part of it for you. It says, Yorkshire have been suspended from hosting England matches over their widely criticised handling of Azim Rafiq's racism claim. The mm. England and Wales Cricket Board branded the club's action wholly unacceptable on the day more sponsors deserted the beleaguered club. The ECB board met to discuss what has fast become an escalating crisis, admitted the abhorrent matter is causing serious damage to the reputation of the game. As a governing body with duties to act for all in cricket, the ECV board reaffirmed its commitment to taking decisions in the best interest of the whole game. It said in a statement, it is also agreed that sanctions including but not limited to financial and future major match allocations may be considered at the conclusion of our investigation. In the meantime, Yorkshire Cricket Club, County Cricket Club, has suspended from hosting international or major matches until it has clearly demonstrated that it can meet the standards expected of an international venue, ECB members and first-class county. So that mm -hmm. is part of the statement from the ECB on the fallout of the Azim Rafiq's uh, accusation of outward racism he encountered during four, five or six years 
I think it was a little more like 10 years of playing for the Yorkshire Cricket Club. And, of course, a, one of the players who played with a team uh, is ex-test captain Michael Vaughan. He has been dropped by the BBC radio amid this Yorkshire racism scandal. Apparently, he too, had, at some point during those periods, used pejorative terms that described um, Afik and his uh, countrymen. So we can see that uh, it's been uh, very eye-opening. After much, much, much frothing at the mouth, we get the ECB uh, taking a specific stand against the Yorkshire County Cricket Club. Any comments yes. back from you, Leon? Yes. Okay. Let me do this. In the meantime, we have we have Mr. Mackenzie in. I just want to say good evening to Mr. Mackenzie. How are you? Yes, I want to say good evening to you guys. I hope everybody is doing well. Yes. So let's listen to the show. Continue, please. Okay. Well, without, just want to add the West Indies. They have picked a squad to tour New Zealand. Not New Zealand, Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka, yeah. Sri Lanka, and the squad is as follows. Craig Breakfast, Jermaine Blackwood, he's the vice-captain, and, of course, Bradford is the cap- captain. And Kuma Bonner, Ralston Chase, Rakim Cornwall, Joshua De Silva, Shannon Gabriel, Jason Holder, Shire Hope, Kyle Mays, Virasami Permol, Kima Paul. Leon, excuse me there. Are you aware we have a lot of crackling on the background there? I'm not sure where it's coming from. Okay. Let me see if I... My, my mic is very sensitive, so it could well be coming from me. I should have to keep them away from me. Okay. Let, let, let's begin again. The full squad is as follows. Craig Bradford, Jermaine Blackwood, Nkrumah Bonner, Ralston Chase, Rakim Cornwall, Joshua De Silva, Shannon Gabriel, Jason Holder, Shia Hope, Kyle Mears, Virasami Permal, Kima Roach, Jaden Seals, Jeremy Stellano, and Warrickham. Warrickham was the other one. And the news coming out of Jamaica that the former Jamaican and West Indian off spinner, Nikita Miller, He's going to be open, opening a four Miller Cricket Academy. We wish the young man success. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's good. Yes, of course. And as of as of Saturday, I had some, I had some the batting average, the batting numbers for, for after West Indies played the fourth match. This is not counting the, the match against Australia. Hetmar, he scored a hundred runs. And his top score was 81. One innings was 81. Foran, he scored 99, and his top score was 46. Chase scored 48. Top score was 39. No, he scored, yeah, that's right. And Holder scored 23. Top score was 15. Lewis scored 76. His top score was 56. Pollard scored 46. His top score was 26. Sinan scored 19. He played two matches anyway. And his top score was 16. Gale scored 30. His top score was 13. Bravo scored 16. Top score 88 not out. 
Rampal scored three from four matches. Russell scored seven from from four matches. And of course, McCoy and Walsh got one ball each. And Hussein got six not out from four innings. So that's a picture of how they batted as of the the second to last match that they played. I didn't have the up-to-date score today. And just to tell you, well, please can wait. We can talk about the big bash, the women's big bash, the Sheffield Shield, and some remarks by Pollard. He says, we were not good enough, says old captain. <laughs> that is not a good sign. Yes, what what did you what did you say, Dennis? What did you say, Mr. Mackenzie? Let's hear him. That was an understatement. Nobody has been performing. Nobody. Okay, give us your thoughts. Yes, go ahead. Talk to us because we have five more minutes before we go, and I think Dennis, it'd be worthwhile for us to play Sir Garfield one more time <laughs> before we yeah, come yes, to the end. Uh, go ahead, Phil. Yes, Phil, yes, what yes. say you? You have anything to say? Uh, let me see if I have Phil. Let me see. Because we, we're going to leave you by Phil's the side. Muted. Phil's muted. Okay, let me see if Phil is. Okay, I can't find Phil now. Is he gone? Oh, he's behind him. Yes, let's ask him and Donna if they had anything to say before we go to the Walter Henry birthday anniversary Phil, you're on. You're on. Okay, we have yes, Cardinal on yes. too. I was mm-hmm. wondering if we could uh, play the, the Sir Garfield Sober's comment or his talk. Because yeah, he is a very important man in West Indies cricket. Okay, and good. You, you have to listen carefully to what he says. Okay, let's welcome Cardinal in the meantime and until I get this thing pulled up. Go ahead, Cardinal. Welcome. We lost Cardinal. Yes, he's talking on, on the other. I think he's oh. on the phone some other time. I think my family is. So we'll wait and see. All right. So, Donna, you have anything to say? Donna, let me see if I have that. Wait, let me see Donna is on. I think Donna is. Donna is muted. Yes. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was asking Donna if she has anything before we go into Sagafield. So, but she's going to come in. Okay, so folks, listen. This is what Sir Garfield had to say. Judging from myself, my whole obligation was to West Indies cricket. As I have always said, I have never made a run for me. I have always played for the West Indies team. You know, and... It was such a pleasure and joy to be able to do what I did. You know, records meant nothing. The team was important. I don't think we have that kind of person today. We might have them in different countries. We might have them in Sri Lanka. We might have them in England, in Australia. But I don't think we have that kind of person in West Indies cricket anymore, who is quite prepared to play and to give it everything to their country.
and that hurts. And until we can get people who are willing to play for West Indies in the right way, I think that we're going to be struggling for a long time. Other countries are going to come and surpass us. I believe that a lot of West Indian players today want to make test cricket and do well because the IPL is just around the corner and they can go there. That is not going to develop a country. That is not going to bring a country back to the standard that it used to be. Because as soon as they develop and they get there, they're gone too. Yes, the great Sir Gary, he cried today, folks. You hear that? He cried out for help. He can't stand it anymore. Where is Dennis? He had to put a... Dennis? Again. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I thought it was me. I'm here. Yes, I'm, I'm here. It's, it's just a crying shame that uh, the great cigar field could not recognize that there are any West Indians out there who are willing to put country before self. And uh, that's the result. That's the result of uh, a lot of selfishness, and he set it up right there. Clear, plain language. Yes, indeed. We did have a little bit of... So, why don't we do this? We are right on time for the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. Well, we haven't heard from Audley. Why Can we just wait a little for him and see if he got stuck in the traffic? Oh, let me give you a little bit of what Bravo has to say. My Bravo wrote a song just before the departure the in to the World Cup and he was saying that they're going to win the World Cup. We are the champions. <laughs> okay, let me just find it. <laughs> that was just just something. Leon, why are you doing that? Leon, why are you doing that? We have Debbie and Dawn okay, joined us. Yes, well, we are hoping uh, to get, get them in at this time. So why don't you do them? Bring them in one time. Right. Debbie and John, welcome Debbie. to the cricket show. You all are you're both on. So yes. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Who is going to go first? Debbie usually Dawn? goes first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, good Hello. evening, everyone. This is Debbie Simon-Campbell, and, and I'm a part of the Antiguans and Bob Uden's Care program and we just wanted to say good night to all of your listeners tonight on the cricket show and to just if you haven't listened to us on Saturdays um, we're coming on today just to let you know about our program this is a program that we support three charities in Antigua um, the Smile Foundation the House of Refugee and the Soup Kitchen um, and so um, we look for donations in food clothing any items that will assist families in Antigua from baby items all up to senior items. Right now we're in um, the big um, holiday season drive, so we are looking to get toys um, and toiletries for 300 kids and for the Fine Institute in Antigua. Um, it's several of us on the committee. Um, I'm Debbie Simon Campbell. There is Dawn. Um, there is Travis Brown, um, there is Travis Brown, Tracy Henry, 
um, Veronica Anthony Earl Earl Francis. I'm so sorry. I'm just drawing a blank now. Um, William Harris. And in Antigua, we have Pastor Wendell Peace. We have Sarah at the Soup Kitchen. We have Shanitia um, Joseph from the Smile Foundation. We have um, Abina St. Luce, who is um, a new member, Nigel um, Joseph from Nigel Kitchen. Um, and we have from Bob Uter, our representative is um, Claudina D'Souza. D'Souza. Um, so we all are just trying to help out as much as possible with the pandemic hitting so hard. Many of the families um, are suffering. You know, I was reading an article today, and I know we only have five minutes, so I'm going to be very quick. Um, I was reading an article today with a, a lady. She put up a picture, and she said, this is the smile for me delivering a bag of groceries to a, a family with three kids who have been out to work for over a year. And that is the constant um, rendition of families in Antigua. We just celebrated the 40th anniversary with, at the soup kitchen in conjunction with the House of Refuge, Refuge and um, with the Smile Foundation where we serve 250 um, people and other families out in the rural areas such as the Green Bay area, etc. Um, so I just wanted to, to say if anybody wants to assist to help, help us get toys and clothes and books and toiletries, um, they can reach me at... Um, Debbie Campbell, NYC, and it's D-E-B-B-Y-C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L-N-Y-C at AOL.com. And um, my telephone number is 845-820-6598. And just wanted to reach out. If anyone would like to assist, we try to ship down items. We just shipped down the last of our battle items. This week, um, so 150 children were able to get backpacks filled with items to, um, to help out this, this past September, October, November, and Pastor Pete is still giving them out. So we're trying to do a, a holiday event just for children once again. So if you'd like to help out, if you're associated with any foundation, if you're associated with the Army and you know the Toys to Touch program, and you can assist us with getting toys, Please call us, email us. Um, you can even get in touch with the show, and the show will get you to us. Thank you. Okay. Now it's time for... Okay. So, Mr. Dennis, any questions for Debbie or Don? They're uh, both on. No, not... not... What I about you, Phil? Don... Phil, quickly, I... you have a question. You're born Antiguan. Come on, talk to the young ladies. They're... Very much in need of lady, support. Who is the lady? Is that Donna? Don't, no, this Debbie Don, and Donna. Where are you listening? Debbie, Debbie and Don, 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 right? Out of Antigua. Yes, go yeah. ahead. Talk to them well, quickly. We have well, we are running I, in time. I am, I am interested in dipping in my, uh, my pocket as deeply as I can. Okay, just time. see me and I'll get it I, to them for you. Just see me and you better make it be, be plenty because you have... <laughs> you know, we used to sing a song in church. Give, 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 and it shall be given you. This is the word of God. Amen. Thank you very much. And Don and Debbie, we thank you guys so much. You have been faithful servants of Antigua. 
and we just wish you well. Mm-hmm. Someday you will be compensated, if not from from somewhere here, you're somewhere elsewhere. Okay. Glory of yeah. God. I your Amen. name, if that's okay. Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. All right. So the gentleman said he wants to reach out to us. Oh, oh, Does Fillmore Hallpike. Fillmore Hallpike. Fillmore Hallpike. Yeah, and I'll give, you, I'll give you his phone number. Okay. Thank you, Fillmore Hallpike. Yes, Thank you so much, Paul Pike. Yes, I thank you very much for listening, yes, and Paul Pike. Yes. 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 Yes
Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes, but I have two sisters on okay. birthdays in October. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. How about you, Mr. McKenzie? Anything that you want to mention? Well, I, I don't have any birthday in, in, in November. My birthday will come up in the next couple of months. December, January. January okay. particularly. Very important. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think we have Donna or Debbie. I don't know if they have a birthday. Is this Donna, Debbie? We, do you have an, a birthday you want to announce or any significant occasion apart from what you mentioned previously? No? Okay. Well, how about you, Dennis? Dennis? Debbie's still on. Oh, Debbie's still on. Debbie and Donna are still on. Okay. Do you guys have any birthdays to announce or any significant occasion? Well, we talked about the, the drive. Anything else that you want to mention in terms of family members sick? Anyone that is not too well? Anyone that you want to announce a marriage or anniversary? Go, go right ahead. Okay. Dennis, it's your time now to elaborate. Yes, I had uh, my, my sister-in-law, Mandy, up in Canada. Mandy, he's up in Canada. And my brother, up in Canada, Edgerton, he's, they both had birthdays and successive days or a couple of days apart. I want to wish them happy birthday again. And hope that they have a wonderful, at least have had a wonderful birthday. That's it for okay. me for the rest of it. That's it, okay. And just, of course, you know, we just want to tell the folks about the cricket show we are on every Sunday. And on Saturday, we have the entertainment show. Or on Sunday, we talk purely cricket. And today is going to be devoted primarily with the West Indies last. And it has brought tears to the great Sir Garfield Sobert and poor, to many, many others around the world. So we just want to mourn today the, the, the West Indies loss and hope that they'll find a solution to recover from this disaster. Because when the West Indies lose... Well, I, I think we should mention the retirement of Gail and the Bravo. Well, Gail has not retired officially. He's not... Mr. McKenzie, Gail has not retired, but we mentioned Bravo's retirement. Bravo, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope I wish him well in his retirement. Thank mm-hmm. him for his contribution to West Indies cricket. and hope in some way or the other, he will find it possible to help us to rebuild what was mm-hmm. once a formidable world class team. Thank you. Yes, indeed. And we wish him well, too. We wish him well, despite his, 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 the failure of, uh, in the last few, at least this tournament. He has served Western as well, and I think that he should be given the accolades. I see the ICC has also recognized his contribution and sent him a, you know, a letter of congratulation on his retirement and his success over the years. So we should not just cast them aside. I don't know what will happen, Dennis, but as we siphon out of the entertainment, not the entertainment, but the um, Walter Henry anniversary entertainment segment, let me just just play the happy birthday in its entirety for those who are celebrating birthday or anything of that nature. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday.
okay, that's it. And then uh, Leon, may I ask, may I ask who the artist backing up this thing here? That's uh, Byron Lee, you know, he's on the right now. That's Byron Lee who is he doing was, that. Movie. He was an icon that I looked up to uh, when I was going to school. Yes, yeah. I know. I know, Phil, but we, we are more or less into the, into, uh, <laughs> the cricket now. We have quite a bit to talk about. So why don't you hold your thoughts until a little later on, right, while we get yeah. out to the world. Dennis, you want to do yeah. a thing yeah, with that article yeah. you wrote? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah thanks, Leon. I, I wanted to, you know, like so many other West Indians and supporters of the West Indies, have comments on uh, the performance uh, out there in uh, the World Cup and uh, here I will uh, give you my take on it Um, for the West Indies selecting the squad and the team was the most important part of the exercise to defend the World Cup trophy at the forefront of the nervous chatter was the question of the team selection the coaches and the selectors were counting on two players to act as anchor. Chris Gale, this Gale of 18 sixes in one IPL innings, and Kieran Pollard of the six sixes and other history book fame. Unfortunately, this anchor was planted in the desert sands and was completely devoid of stability. For the West Indies, the result of this T20 championships were going to be as historic as the build-up to the matches. West Indies had the desire to forget the bruising and losses suffered in the build-up and preparation for the championships. The failure of the West Indies to dominate and challenge their opponents highlights the fact that the West Indies need a good strike force team of bowlers. The current crop of bowlers lack discipline, Penetrative skills, especially given the historical dominance of West Indies' fearsome bowling strike teams of past years. We have seen very few outstanding or creditable bowling performance in this World Cup championship. Bowlers must work to master their craft. We need consistent quality performance from our bowlers if we are to show any meaningful fight when we challenge other world teams. West Indies team rebirth must include an emphasis on producing bowlers who can do more than running up to the wicket at 80 miles per hour. Bowling line length variation and guile is essential. In the, battle depart- bat- in the batting department, West Indies batters are not exempt from criticism. Very often, our batters fall prey to good opposition bowlers. And too often, we raise the specter of greatness on a player based on one-off performance in one or two innings, and history has shown always differently. In the coaching department, we need leadership. With this coach, Simmons, and his assistant has been quoted more than once in the media, reacting to the performance. Bill Simmons was quoted as saying that West Indies batters have to work out how to get big scores. Well, 
Excuse my asking, coach, but who is coaching the team? Simmons says the professional cricketers must be better at assessing cricket conditions. Once again, I ask, with advice such as this, who needs a coach? Once more, Chief Simmons says, spectators don't see what's happening in the background, but they, the players, are working hard. Does anyone really believe that? And again, Simmons continues, there are signs of improvement, he says. And to that, my observation is, really? While assistant coach Estwick says, let them play volleyball to calm them down. Indeed, what a dynamic duo we have for coach and assistant coach. West Indies fans and supporters have watched for too long this mediocrity masquerading as progress. I have seen success in my lifetime. And when we view West Indies cricket, progress and success is not what we see. It is quite clear that West Indies cricket still have players capable of becoming leaders. What is required is discipline and dedication, together with skill and tenacity. With good leadership, we should be able to crawl out of the mire that we have embraced for the past few years. The embarrassment we witnessed in the T20 World Championship was not only disappointing, what we saw was disgraceful. Our players were incapable, unprepared, undisciplined, devoid of talent, and floundered leaderless like a sinking ship. The flames of West Indies cricket have been doused. And now that the fire brigades have gone, we must call for the doctors to come and resuscitate. Don't forget the smelling salt and oxygen. <laughs> that is my contribution as far as criticism of the West Indies performance. Well, well, so done, well done, well like done, folks. Let's give him a big round of applause. Mr. McKenzie, what have you got to say about Dennis's presentation? Well, I, I think we are rather less. <clears throat> we were individualistic. And we were really outplayed by cohesive teams. Teams who play together. We didn't. The batsman just going and pam, pam, pam around and get out. Look at yesterday. Warner put his head down and batted. We went in this flash, you know. We, 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 I, I don't know. I think then we see the tennis on, on the head. The coaches did a very rotten job. They were not up to it. They just mm-hmm. the boys and go out there and do whatever they want to do in whatever form they want to do it. And our, 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 the, the team was just outclassed. Bangladesh beat us, everybody just used us as a whipping <laughs> stick, and we had no way of responding positively. We went there with the as world beaters, and we really come out as suckers. You know, no damn good. 
Well said, Debbie. Yes, indeed. Well, we got we got on, we, our team underperformed. That's an understatement. Some someone wrote wrote a letter or a remark in one of the posts that I was following. He says, "Don't blame the players because they didn't pick out pick out themselves." What a statement! I said, "Don't blame the players because they didn't pick themselves." If you pick me uh, for uh, for a tournament, I'm gonna make sure that I I prove myself to that I'm worthy of your choice. Not only that, not only that, money is involved. You know, you know every single test, uh, every single match that they won would have cost given them some forty thousand dollars. So when they lose, yeah, when they lose, when they lose, that's correct. But you know, these things started long ago, and it's not now. West Indies have been losing in and out all all around. They had a period when they won, but we, when we were on top, they didn't make enough. They don't make enough. um, They put in place strategies to develop. Cricket, and I have been saying over and over and over. When we look at Jamaica, Jamaica has one of the most thriving athletic uh, formation in the world. It produces athletes of high standard over and over and over. We are in the same area. Why could we adapt something to reproduce? We don't have nobody reproducing Richard, nobody reproducing Roberts, nobody uh, reproducing Sobers. You see anybody? Marsha, you don't have one a player you can say, well, he looks like Marsha. You don't have anybody saying he looks like Kanai. Look like, you name it. We don't, someone said we don't have no, nobody. Nobody looks like we can say they are our future. These guys, I don't know, they don't take enough pride into themselves. When we were on top... Wait, wait a moment, Phil. I'll give you a chance. When we were on top, the Leewards had quite a few players involved. The Leewards, four-day tournament, that is the Leewards Championship, has not been on for a long time. We used to produce one of the best competitive um, competition in the world. Coming out of Leewards, think it's a Nevis and Antigua and think it's and Montserrat and Antigua. They produced some players when we were on top. These players, we had players coming out of Antigua. Today, we don't have that. Where is the pride in the players? You got selection. You got to make sure that you you live up to the expectation of the people who select you. You can go on past performances. We have, they say our team is old. Uh, Dennis, I'm sure you're following. But Pakistan has old players too. Pakistan has a 41-year-old and a 39-year-old in their team, and one of them may, I think, get the player of the match today. And they're in their 40s. Gail is 42. And you have Bravo 37, 38, and Ram Paul up there as well. That doesn't, that doesn't give them the opportunity not to be fit and not to play. For as if it's the last match they're playing, you go in there and give your best. I didn't think we give no have given no best. And what about the coaches? When we look at the coaches, 
they can be asking players to be fit. And and, and look at these guys. They they they're definitely not proper. Not proportion. Guys, West Indies need a shake up. And as I was saying yesterday, what about Jimmy Adams? Jimmy Adams is the director of cricket. He has to 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 take some of the blame. The players primarily have to take the blame, but it has to be shared among the coach, coaches and the players themselves. And, of course, Jimmy Adams, who is the head of it. And, of course, in, in, any, in any organization, the, one, the, leader, the leader of the organization has to also take the blame. And so he, he can't be backing for these people. Of course, of course, he has to take some of the blame as well. So, Phil, you have a contribution? Go right in. Yeah, um, I think that the first five years of every person's life determine what and how that that player or student or scholar is going to react to living. Hitler says, give me the first five years of a child's life and I will determine what will be his outcome. You know, uh, I think it, it, we ought to blame the parents for not training up the children in positive ideas, with positive ideas. Huh? We have a cancer that eats out at the West Indies. Franz Fanon in Wretched of the Earth said that we cannot destroy the white man who we're trying to destroy. We wish we could destroy. So we turn in ourselves and we eat ourselves out like a cancer. We need parents who tell the children that when you put your head, uh, you have a bat in your hand, you're not a bat alone, you know. You're playing for your country. Huh? And you're contributing to the world's success in cricket. Huh? Mm-hmm. What do you say? What do you yes. think? Yeah, yeah, yes, you were right, right on time. We have Cardinal on. Yes. I don't know if he's ready to talk with us because I know he's a busy man. Cardinal, you're on. Yeah. Um, hey, this, this, this is a matter of enormous proportion. I've always said a couple of things, and I'm 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 going to repeat quite a few of them because. Um, by, by the way, by the way, hold, hold Did you hear Sagafi's Sobers' thoughts? No, yes, I, I heard I heard Sagafi's so, so Sobers' comments, and everything that that, that so Gary says is, is something that has been said on this show at one point or another. Virgil is keeps beating the horse about, you know, commitment to play for West Indies. And I, and I can give that credit to Virgil because um, I know that's something uh, that he, he has always been, been very passionate about. But let me look at a couple of things that I've said in the past. And, I'm, and I'm, 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 I don't feel, you know, overbearing to repeat them now. One of the things I've always said is that West Indies cricket has survived parochialism, it has survived poverty. It has survived insularity. And it has survived the ridicule of those who were in the arena before us. 
But the one thing that it cannot survive is the disrespect of its players. Now, what we have seen in the last couple of days that has gotten us us so upset in certain cases is something that we we should have seen been brewing for a while. It's a quality of disrespect that has spread not only from the players themselves, but to the administration of West Indies cricket as a whole. We are not, we, 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 we've had a, 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 an icon in West Indies cricket who has been recognized the world over as the champion of fair play and respect. And that is so Frank Warren. Frank Warren was not someone that the Barbadians liked too much because he was too big on respect. But they claimed him in the end because the world embraced him. The concept of the gentleman's game did not come out of cricket itself. Because I've always said, cricket as a gentleman game is a maxim that, that really doesn't have any substance. Frank Worrell brought the gentleman character to, within, to, to cricket through his captaincy of West Indies team and gave West Indies cricketers the, the, the reputation Surprise. of that character. We're going to beat them, but we're not going to cheat them. I mean, that, that's what we, 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 we used to say. That is, is Frank Warrell's legacy to cricket as a whole and something that gave West Indian cricketers a kind of reputation for fair play. Now, we move on and we see that there's been a history of disrespect from the administration, as I said before, and disrespect from the players themselves. Nobody here is going to forget when Brian Lara, under Richardson's captaincy, left England, came out to, back to Trinidad left leaving West Indian team in England, and no disciplinary action was taken against him. What was that? Because he's the prince of Puerto Spain, and it's like he's untouchable. You know, the, the, the element of, of respect continue to show in, in, from the administration. Now, today, I'm looking at all sorts of comments. Oh, bravo, we thank you, and Pollard, we thank you having just lost a series, and they're supposed to be the champions of 2020. I've never heard so, so much accolades for former West Indian players before. And as far as I'm concerned, Bra- Bravo and Pollard and them are mediocre players. When, 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 um, when Viv Richards resigned the captaincy of West Indies cricket, he said, I'm going to be available to play. I'm just resigning as captain. He was unceremoniously snubbed. When Desmond Haynes was ready to continue playing for West Indies cricket, he was unceremoniously retired to the extent that Desmond Haynes had some conflict with the board, you know, forcing his retirement. 
You see, so we had those quality players, those pl- players who had the mentality to carry the legacy of West Indies cricket, being with, disrespected by an administration who, who thought that that legacy would just fall into the laps of the players who came. He did, they didn't stop to think, you know, well, these players are going to have to work for it, and we as an administration have to put a structure in place for them to work through. Where is that structure today? It is non-existent. It's obvious that the, the administration, it, it, it has become most obvious in this last tournament, that the, the people in the administration do not have the foresight, the vision to identify players who, one, have the temperament and the character to play cricket for West Indies. Let me bring in, um, let me just welcome Mr. Mat- welcome Virgil and yes. also Mr. Jatin. Gentlemen, good evening to you both. I don't want you to think that you're not on. Yes, Jatin, um, you're on. Good, just yes. say hello. Yeah, good, good evening, good evening everyone. Good let's get you on. Sorry. I'm listening. <laughs> yes, okay. Virgil, just say hi and let Cardinal yeah, finish up. Yeah, good evening to all the listeners and good evening to all the panelists. Okay, back to you, Cardinal. <laughs> Yes, and like I've always said before, everybody around the world, and Gary Sobers just said that, everybody around the world is trying to play cricket like West Indies, except West Indian, uh, except the current generation of West Indian players. How we expect to, 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 to win any kind of championship that way. But this, is not, this did not happen on, on, on Thursday when we lost to Sri Lanka. This is something that has been brewing for years. And more and more, West Indian, West Indian people are losing their passion for the game because of the continuous loss that the players have been dealing us. We have become frustrated. We have become disillusioned. And some of them, some people are saying, well, I, I, I'm going to stop supporting West Indies cricket, period. Mm-hmm. So the passion for the game is also gone, knocked out of West Indian people. So you can't find in any, any small community a group of youngsters who are going to gather together and say, we're going up on this field, or we're going to scratch out a space and play a little cricket, whether it's with a line, a, a, a tennis ball, a coconut, or whatever the case may be. That was the passion for West Indies cricket in, it, for cricket in its day, and that is what drove West Indies cricket as a whole, that drove it to the zenith of cricket where everybody had to admire the West Indies for their style of play, the, the, the character they brought to cricket. They, they crafted their own style into the game. Until when Graham Gooch made 337 against Pakistan in England, Henry Blofeld said he battled West India. On that note, let's One hear from, from, from Virgil. Virgil, come on in. You have something to say because the folks on Monday night were saying that you sleep the night. Come on in, Virgil. Okay, Jatin. Sorry, I, I'm here. Go no, ahead. let Jatin go. Personally, I'll, I'll come in after. All right, because Jatin has is in the same boat like we are. Yes, Jatin, okay. Looks like 
Looks like we have a farewell party for West Indies cricket. The way I listen, cardinals. We can't blame on administration. We cannot blame on administration. I believe uh, board did it their best. They put together these all players who they think one of the best players out there. It's unfortunate the players did not perform, and then now it looks like everything is coming back to. coaches and administration and selectors this list can go on it's never going to end but at the end of the day to me as a coach it's all about players they are the one on the field mm-hmm. if they don't perform we can blame players nothing else mm-hmm. yes indeed yeah okay you because some of you things have been I was saying, you know, yeah, over the years, what Jatin is saying there, you know, we fail as uh, the administration, they fail over the years not to help to attract young players. Young players. You know, one of the biggest problems that we had, that 2022 and the CPL was sold out. They did not have one tournament in the Caribbean of competitive nature, the CPL. and we have a limited amount of players that are being involved in the tournament they should not have given away our t20 franchise like that we should have our own franchise that people who can make the cpl or people who would never get a, a knock in the ipl would have a, a development tournament that they can they can at least fly their trade and improve themselves so that is one area that we we have to look in so this way I think the administration has to be blamed for not this administration sure all the administration since since we we were when we were on top they had to take the blame for that so go ahead cardinal if you have any more to add and um brother might have come back of course of course the administration is to be blamed you know and and we can talk, we can talk about the 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 um the disrespect that they they permitted over the years Otis Gibson came out of England at a time when England was saying we've got the most formidable bowling team in the world Otis Gibson created that team Stuart, Stuart Broad and, and and Anderson then couldn't keep a ball in a wicket you know in succession and and then after Otis Gibson Shaped England's bowling team. He looked at West Indies team in this area, and he said, "I got to come and do something for her." What did they do? What did the players do? They showed him utmost disrespect, and the administration did nothing. You understand? So what? What we, we, we see that here? I mean, we see the lack of vision in the team that was selected to play the T20 World Cup. a complete lack of vision who you going to play for that if if you pick this this girl this girl say, yeah, I'm going to play if you pick them you know bravo bravo yeah I'm going to play if they pick me and I'm and I, 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 and I want to be on the world stage I'm going to say yeah I'm going to play me no me and I'm stand up against the boat but well, I'm going to play so they, that lack of vision became very evident hoping to win a match from players that you see over the past number of years I, I, I should say number of months have not been performing looking at players who came into west indies cricket 
looking like promises for the future. But all of a sudden, switch out their good cricket game and go on to play for the IPL. Which is what? Swing high, swing low, swing out. Cannot maintain your place. Cannot you maintain your place at the wicket. That was West Indies cricket. Desmond Haynes demonstrated that better than everybody else because Kerry Ibat threw an inning better than everybody else. Kalisha Randick was a man who could bat out of farm and make a hundred. Who are the youngsters we are encouraging to imitate that? Mm-hmm. We don't That's have the structure to develop that. Where mm-hmm. is the foresight to develop that structure? What is the structure that Andy Roberts, Viv Richards, Richard Richardson, Eldin Baptist, where is the structure that they came out of? Why is the, is the administration, the West Indies administration, not attempting to put that structure back in place? You don't change, you don't fix what's not broken, and if something worked for you, continue to use it and let it work. That's not happening. Lack of foresight, lack of vision, and maybe we could have gotten somewhere with that. You know, we had players who could not make the West Indies team at that time, but we know who had the quality to play cricket at the highest level. The best that we've got now cannot play international cricket in the quality and form that West Indies has been known for. So where are we going? Where is the, where is the, is, is the brilliance? And the foresight that is, is, is supposed to be in our administration to put that thing in place. We don't have it. We see people mollycoddling certain people, mollycoddling people who show their disrespect for West Indies cricket, yet they are included, and people are backing up that. And I'm going to say straight up here, because I know Virgil is going to back me up on this. Fuller and Bravo had no call in the. In, no call in the West Indies team up to now from for, for the last seven years. They should have been out of West Indies team. And you will wait until now they could give us this embarrassing performance to say all of them should go. Well, we get what we pay for. And that's what we pay for. We paid for the disrespect and that's what we got. So we got now some egg on our faces. We are a champion team cannot even get into the second round to defend its championship. That is most embarrassing. And we could could hear the pain Mm. in Sir Gary's voice as he spoke. Mm -hmm. And most of all, we have to to go and qualify for the next World Cup. How will we track bottom yet? Yes. Yeah, they say, when you reach, they say when you reach rock bottom, the only way you can go after that is up. up. But mm-hmm. based on what I'm seeing, we got, it seems as if we got further down to go before we bounce back. So, well, well there's, there's got to be changes. There's changes. There had to be changes. There's no doubt about expect it. Changes. Mm. Expect, expect some more embarrassment. Expect some more tears. And then maybe somewhere in between, you'll get a tissue to blow your nose. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, yes. We have, we've, we, we've seen in this uh, tournament, there are eight 
different types of statistics shown, you know, such as best bowling, batting average, bowling average, most 50s, economic bowlers, number of sixes struck, number of fours, total runs scored, total wickets. And Mm. out of all of those statistics, West Indian name appeared once. And that was the... total of 81 because it was 81 all the other statistics we see not one solitary West Indian and that in itself is a real disgrace now I, I, I salute what Cardinal has said I appreciate it very much and I, I, I think he had some excellent points however with due respect to coach Jatin I think that we have to look at the coaches in the West Indies leadership because we have, seen, we have seen from the statements that the coaches have made after each performance, and I've outlined several of them this afternoon. Coach Simon himself should be ashamed to go back in the books and read and hear the type of comments he made. West Indies batters have to work out how to get big scores Excuse me, you select these guys because they supposedly have the quality and what it takes, yet you're saying they have to learn. What are you coaching them? Professional Mm -hmm. cricketers must be better at assessing cricket conditions. Once again, you are coaching them to go out there and play. And if you cannot instill in them during this period of coaching, that such and such condition exists when you're out there and this is how you need to approach it, then why are you coaching? Does anyone believe that the coaching staff are capable of getting through to the players? The coaching staff in the West Indies has demonstrated a total lack of ability to get through to these prima donnas that we have out there in the islands who are masquerading with their so-called, um, what they call, what did he call them? Big hitters? What mm-hmm. did they hit that was big? We watched the way some of these guys got out. Look at the way... Well, Paul Algaro. Anyway. You're right. Yep. You're right. We, and we see. You know, we only know how to try and swing. There's no... Nothing in the rule book says you can't get twos and, and, and one and singles and still make six runs. I mean, get 10 to 12 runs in an over. You can get a boundary, two boundaries, and, and the rest. Singles and twos and make it up. I've seen how Bravo, not Bravo, how even Rampal at the end, we're, out, we're down to nine wickets for 55. And before... Um, Rampal stayed there and bat and even learn to bat, get a single here. He doesn't have to go for no boundaries. He's not, not the last over in the match. Play yourself, play out as many balls in, in, that, in, in the innings as possible until you get a good delivery that will dismiss you. The Pollard got, got one ball the other evening. Wasn't, wasn't the same baller he hit for six consecutive sixes? Am I correct, Asaranka, that he hit for six consecutive sixes? But but he went at him for the first ball. 
knowing that we needed some more runs. And in that innings that they lost against Sri Lanka, five or so batsmen failed to get double figures. And if each one of them were to get five runs and one get six, we would have beaten Sri Lanka. You know, it's, we can't blame coaches for that. They can't teach them how to, 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 to um, use your brain when, the, when they're going get tough. If you notice all the other teams, they work the ball in the seam, get the twos, get the threes, and, and, and in some cases, get the singles, the sharp singles. And what I notice too, West Indies don't seem to be able to run between the wickets well. I see how they hold their bat. They sometimes fail to shoot their bats. So we've got a lot of work to do, and I, I, I'm, I'm ashamed that somebody has not seen it before. We, we are telling the, the world that the only thing that we can do, hit sixes. And there's more to it than just six sixes. And um, I remember Clive Walcott came to Antigua and told us, so is, cricket is not all about sixes. You've got to know how to take the strike, get the, the singles, and they add up. When a bowler gets frustrated, he tends to give you a delivery that you can dispatch. West Indies has to dig deep. I, I suspect that a number of those players will go. going to go, of course, I don't think Bravo. Bravo has retired. And Gail is sending a signal that he's going to be playing for the West Indies in the next match that they're playing Jamaica. Uh, are we anybody heard that? But anyway, I think I think is he a selector or what? He should not be saying that. <laughs> he really shouldn't be saying that. If he's given an opportunity and he didn't do well. No, come on. I know we, 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 we have to give him credit for what he's done in the past, but it doesn't mean that you have to be on the side. You have to be like you're dictating that you're gonna play. That don't make sense to me, but Life is like that. So, anyone else? Phil, you you have any comments to make on this topic? I know that you're not so much a cricket fan, but I'll just oblige you by just saying, asking you if you want to make a... Or, Phil or, Mitchell. Uh, Phil yes, I got him. Phil, quickly, because we have Mr. J. Yeah, when a person is 18, he has already, already formed his character. Huh? You have to start with the parents teaching. Look, my mother, when I was in my mother's womb, I, she read Shakespeare like crazy. And now I come big. I quote in Shakespeare every day. Eh? You have to train the child before he's born to, to respect certain things to be consistent, to work smart, not hard, smart. Can you train a child before he's born? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> of course you can. You play, people play more that. If you play more that with a child, it's like okay. it can become... Before the child is born, when How you communicate with a child? Though? How you communicate with a child that is not born? How do you communicate to a child that is not born? Yeah, he hears things outside. You know, he okay. hears things. If you study anatomy and physiology, 
you understand exactly what is happening to a mother when she has a baby in her belly. Why do you think I love Shakespeare so much? And I love to read so because much. Just because just my mother just was reading like crazy when she was, when, 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 before I was born. All right. So hold your thoughts, Jason. Let's hear from Jatin. Jatin has a lot of things because, you know, Jatin, India is in the same position like Western, you know. India was a favorite, you know. Come on, Jatin. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Well, as you, as, as you know, this is like always on and off, right? And uh, it's a player's game. And uh, I had predicted this thing long time ago before they went to Dubai, before the IPL second leg started. And when Virat Kohli decided that he's going to leave after this series, then I had a, made a clear comment on a Facebook and a couple of other media. As long as Virat Kohli is there, don't expect to win any big thing. Mm. For some reason, even he's a good batsman, he's not able to hold the team during the big events. And this is the complete failure. And uh, I will say, uh, instead of saying that I will play this last World Cup, he could have said, I'm resigning and let someone else lead and I'll do best for the country and play as a player, you know. Mm-hmm. And it did not work, and then downfall started with the Pakistan game, and then it was another bad game followed with the New Zealand, right? Mm-hmm. And after that, they are trying to bounce back. But if you look at the group situation, they're supposed to be in because that group is like a very good way to win compared to the what the West Indies had because in this group they had a Namibia, you got the Scotland. So you must win uh, one of the other teams to yes. make it, right? And did not work. So it's like uh, it's a very poor and a horrible situation for India. But uh, we will say it's because this team was not prepared. They were burned out with the IPL and following their playing. And uh, absolutely, we have to give the credit to Pakistan for a couple of reasons. Number one, they are the well-rested team in this World Cup compared to any other team. Because of those two cancellation tours, it gives the ample time to the players to get back and prepare for the World Cup. Number two, uh, there's a Middle East ground, especially Sharjah, Dubai, when Abu Dhabi is like their second home. That uh, Pakistan team is the one who has highest number of cricket into this Middle East area. So that's what mm-hmm. the advantage is. Number three, if you look at it, they are going on a very good streak right now. Last 14 T20 played in uh, the Saudi Arabia and the Dubai and Abu Dhabi. They are winning. What it means, even this World Cup, I will not be surprised if the Pakistan takes without losing any single game because they are on the song, I will say. They are playing as a unit. That's for the sure. That's the leadership. Best thing you can see on the field. And the top of that, the real good ingredient, we, I always talk about it, you need a one or two senior players who can help the team when it's needed. And those are the people can build together a good teams by helping the new young captain. And that was the Pakistan doing it. They put the Soeb Malik and Hafiz into this squad. And you see today, Soeb Malik came out and put 50-plus and become the man of the match. So when the time comes, these people have to deliver because if you're carrying so much experience and expertise, 
because mm-hmm. of your long career, you're supposed to come out and prove it when the team needs you, which is not happening in West Indies. We see yes. all these people yes, are right. like a paperweight now. They are too heavy mm-hmm. on paper, but none of them have delivered something for the team. And that is the missing component, right? And I hear about the coach's comment. I will say coach's job is the mentoring. These are the professional players. The coaches doesn't teach at this level how to do it or what to do it. They just mentor them, and they put together a team plan and ask the players to deliver on the field. If it is not something happening, we have to blame the leadership and the players itself because they are the one executing the plan. Right? Mm-hmm. So in the, that's the one few things we have, and I probably with this uh, good matchup is coming up. I believe the England and New Zealand will be the good game, exciting. Uh, Australia, Pakistan, I will give a little hope for the Australia. There is only hope if the Adam Zampa can do some good bowling spell. If he takes three, four wickets in his spell, then Australia has a chance. Otherwise, I will say Pakistan has a granted. It should be one-sided semi-final unless mm-hmm. that Australian right-arm leg spinner can do some damage early and come back. But otherwise, the way it's going on right now, I will not be surprised to see a Pakistan and England in finals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Virg- Virgil would love you for that. Virgil? You heard it from <laughs> Well said. Well said. Um, let me go back to West Indies. A couple of years ago, I think when we was on the show, everybody mm-hmm. was saying, get rid of the court, get rid of the selected body, and the body needs to change. I said, if you change the whole body, everybody on the body, you are still going to get the same result from the players. Mm-hmm. Couple years after, it do happen, the whole body change, and we still get the same result. I show you guys can remember when Chris Gale was captain the West Indies team when they went to England to play. Chris Gale playing in the IPL, and the captain of West Indies team reached to yes. England two days mm-hmm. before the first test match start. Yes. Okay. Yes. That, that is one of our big downfalls. And then after, something was wrong with his foot or his back or something. They rest him for some upcoming game. And you know what he did? He went to India in the IPL, made 100. And then he, he had an interview with someone from the Jamaica, someone on a radio station. And Chris Gale cursed the coach, which is the coach from England. I can't remember his name. Um cursed the coach and said the coach doesn't play more test much than him. And he, the problem that we're having in the West Indies, I don't care. You can change the whole body a thousand times. You're going to still get that same unless the coach have some really, really big balls that will put down his foot. I'm the one. I'm your boss out here now. Not because you make all that money from here and there. I'm your boss out here now. I'm telling you what I want you guys to do. Practice this way and practice that way. What happened? Because these guys make so much money, they do not want to listen to the coach. So coach can sit down there or stand up, say whatever you want to say. These guys are going to do whatever they want to do. And that's the big problem. We want somebody, if you are the coach for Western City, you go, you do your job. If the players don't want to respect you, you put them aside. Put them out of the team. Otherwise, let, let, let the whole body... Um, get rid of you then. 
and the government of the Caribbean island need to step out and shut their mouth, do their job, run their country, and stop getting involved in the cricket. Because we know those are the, those are the ones that help down far west in this cricket. When we have the problem, all of the government, some of them, not all of them, but you have one of them from, I think, St. Vincent or somewhere, was running off his mouth about Bravo and all these guys. These guys don't care about West Indies cricket. They only want to be in the spotlight. When they go to Indian play, show in the IPL, they listen to the coach. The coach tell them what to do because they're getting big money. But when it comes to your country, they don't want to listen to the coach because the coach does not make as much money as them. And that is one of the problems we have. Don't care who coach you put there. If the coach don't have the power to make that guy sit down, okay, you're not in the squad because... You don't respect me. We are going to still have the same problem. And after that, now I'm getting to India. And I'm saying, as much as I love, Sharma is one of my best Batman. As much as I love what I see India team in the World Cup, I personally for myself, I was glad that India get knocked out of the World Cup. I'm going to tell you my reason. Is India been bullying the world cricket? And India been running and bullying the ICC. Okay? What happened? First of all, the World Cup was supposed to be in India. You tell me now. Pakistan never have a problem going to India. We know that. Pakistan also in the World Cup. Pakistan would have beat India in India and people celebrating. Don't tell me your government, the prime minister, would, would have gone with all these people. It's a shame for what these people, this government is doing in the cricket. What they're doing to the cricket? Destroying the cricket. The people and the players are completely different. The government have no right in cricket. What you're doing there was totally wrong. And then, I mean, look at Coley, he's the only one that speak up. And I'm glad that he speak up about it because... Politics don't have nothing to do in the cricket. Some people talk it, oh, because one is Hindu, one is Muslim, they don't like. Religion should not have nothing to do in cricket. Because on the Indian team, they said Mohammed, Mo, Mo, um, Chami. Um, Chami. Chami, yeah. He's a Muslim. Just like what they claim Pakistan people is or whatever, that should not have nothing to do with cricket. Let's play cricket, the best team win that shows up that day. Because cricket is the only thing that brings these two countries together. Prime Minister, government need to get out of the cricket and let these guys play and enjoy themselves. Because what they did to India team, put India team under pressure. Because when the Prime Minister did that, he put India team under pressure. And that's the result what he gets. These guys didn't lose the game. The Prime Minister of India lost the game because of what he did. And he needs to get out of cricket. As, as I said, it's a shame to see countries, government is getting involved in cricket and like arresting people. So what? If New Zealand people play beat up India, are you going to arrest them too? You rest in one side. If Afghanistan would have beat them and celebrate in India, are you going to arrest them? No, that should not happen. And people of India, the spectators, need to stand up and get against the government for what they did because it was totally wrong. And it's disrespectful for the world cricket. Because we want to go out and watch these top teams play against each other. And then the ICC itself, as I said, run by India because you having two countries that not playing series together. India 
Parkinson ground is where the World Cup playing right now. You need to have these two countries playing against each other because every country wants to play and then come number one. So if you don't have these two countries playing, you cannot tell who is number one or whatever in the world. You're only putting out faces out there because you're having certain countries not playing against each other. Let, please let the cricketers go out and play because we want to watch a good cricket game. And that's all we're begging for. But you take the politics out of the cricket. That's what destroys West Indies team. And believe you, if India continue, it's the team going to continue like that. And if the government of India continue like that, they need to do them like what they do to South Africa. Ban them from international cricket. Let them play the domestic game until they get themselves in the right track. Because this thing should not happen. It's, a, it's just a shame to see... Um, what's happening in, in, in the world cricket. But now we know we get to see. And before, we wasn't seeing a lot of stuff. Now we get to see. And you hear all what's been happening to whoever gets arrested. And you can get arrested for life because what? You're celebrating and you, you, you're having your flag. Everybody come to my country. When they come to play, everybody have their flag. So if Pakistan would have went to India now and the people have their flag over there, are you going to arrest all of them? Come on, man. Hmm. You make a shame <laughs> of yourself and it's so sad. Jason, is, is that correct that they were arrested? Players that supported Pakistan were arrested for celebrating? I'm not sure, but this media is there and they are talking about it. And uh, mm. it's either way, we are not sure what is exactly going on. But uh, this is always the issue. When India-Pakistan comes, it's not about the game, it's not about the player, it's always about the fans mm-hmm. and how the government got into and which we have absolutely no control about it, right? If the India government or Pakistan government does something, how much control we have from this radio station, I will say. Mm-hmm. The number two, I hear the comment that ICC need to do something like they did with the South Africa. I will say good luck, wish you all the best. Mm-hmm. If you kick the India out right now, where the ICC going to generate the money? Well, you see, that's 90%, the part of the money. So 90% money coming yeah. from the IPL, you'll be done. There will not be any cricket. And by the way, don't forget, in 11 years, cricket is being played for 250 years, I will say, since 1845. IPL in just 11 years, one of the richest sports tournaments right now yeah. with billions yeah. of dollars. Where are we going? Oh. But, but, but here it is. We cannot, not, not because you is a billionaire, we cannot make you get away with a lot of this. Because it's just like if somebody in this country decides, okay, I'm the richest person in the world. I can go and commit this crime and commit this crime and nobody can touch me. And it is totally, it is totally wrong. Sports supposed to play by the sportsman, and government need to keep the mouth out of it and let the sportsman play the game. Because you cannot be, you cannot be the, it, it, it just, this country play against this one, and then because I celebrating, you don't like me or you don't like my country, then you're going to arrest me. And no other country, no other country doing nobody else, not like that. And because you have money, because everything come down now, because of the money. Because if, if you punish India for that, Oh, you're not going to get this money from the ICC. Come on, we can't, just, we can't allow people to just do things because they have billions of dollars control in your face. And we have to get the money the out of the inside. We have to get the money out of the inside here. 
It should not be nothing about who paying the most money can do anything they want to do and get away with it. It is totally wrong. Well, right you now, if you look at these games, you see mm-hmm. how many advertisers you're getting to play these Dream 11 and a couple of other fantasy games. And then there is the options they give you, put the dollar and you can make million or you can put $5 or $500. It's indirectly all about what? Money. 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 Mm. And that is what this game is going. Without money, you cannot play cricket. Cricket and golf is a kind of one of the most expensive sports to play. It is not made for everybody. And that is the reason we call it football. In U.S., they call it soccer. Why it's the number one game in the world? Because it takes one ball and the kids can kick that ball without shoes. And that is how these South American countries are too good in soccer. Why? Think about it. But it's not developing. The cricket has not developed. Even today, I will say, if they say 104 countries playing cricket, no. This all everywhere. You can go Madagascar, and all you need is a few South Asian guys and build a team and say, okay, Madagascar is playing cricket. That's what is happening. Where is the reality? Where are you going to find Let's, these teams where you have who, who, 11 who, local born players? Wait, wait, Dennis, when you come in, when you... I wanted to ask, yes, I wanted to ask Coach Jason a question about, you see, mentioning the, uh, the amount of money in cricket. What, can he tell us exactly what happened with the Kerry Packer issue? Because Kerry Packer was the first to introduce money into the sport. He spent two years in there. What happened to him in the end and what happened to the money that he was bringing in? Okay, mm. if you understand right, Kerry Packer's situation was completely different. Kerry Packer got into that World Series because initially the Cricket Australia did not give him the tally rights to broadcast their games. And he decided, okay. I own the TVs and I can do everything I want. And he did it. And what he did is actually he bypassed the ICC and Cricket Australia both and went to form a private teams by playing and paying directly to the players. And he was able to succeed to attract a lot of players just for the money, which is happening in T20 right now. But the difference between the IPL and Kerry Packer, we have to understand here. IPL is completely under the ICC's recognition. That is the reason they are having a window to play IPL. So the other players from the different countries come out and join. That's number one. Number two, it's under the BCCI. It's not a private venture. And number three, the big one, let's say West Indies player wants to play IPL. It's not a direct uh, contract or communication with the player. Player has to go through the West Indies board where they have to get the NOC. Once you got the NOC, then you have to go through the draft to be part of this tournament. And eventually, everyone is getting something out of it. So, Kerry Packer and IPL is a two different business. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Can I, can I just come to you? We talk about India and money. Understand all that because a lot of the money generated from India. But all the money in the world could not get you in the semifinal. You understand all the money in the world that you get is okay. could not get you in the semifinal. So it comes down to the same okay. thing. Right? Yeah, but what I'm saying, 
government <laughs> need to keep out. No, serious. Government need to. I love to watch my cricket. I love all of these guys from every country. I love. I don't care who playing or whatever. I just love to see these guys play. But government need to keep out. That's what we gotta do. Force the government to keep out and let this country play against each other, so we can have a good international cricket game. That's all we want. Nothing else. We don't want no. We don't want to hear this country going to play this country and everything here. Or government arresting people for celebrating the opponent team. And it's not the first time it happened. One of Paulie's best friends, I said, 19, 2019 or something like that, was arrested for the same identical thing. Maybe you go look it up, you see. He's arrested for the same thing because he celebrated when India, India, India had beat, I mean, Pakistan had beat India. This thing got to cut out. This thing got to stop. It, it just, why would you do something like that? you just like, you know what? That means Pakistan should never, ever beat India in a game. India must always beat um, Pakistan because you know something? I have more money than you. I, I can buy out the whole ICC, so I'm supposed to beat you. That's not how cricket goes. The worst team, Afghanistan can beat any team in the, in the World Cup there. So we can't expect if they beat the top team, we are going to punish them because they beat the top team. No, we cannot do that. That's why we go and play. Otherwise, we play among ourselves. Don't play competition against other people. And you know you can't take the beating. That's the whole story. If you can't take the beating, you don't get involved in this idea. All right. You have to Thank take you, the good with the bad. <laughs> All right. Can we, can we siphon off? I think, off I think Leon, Leon, I think I can send this link to the Prime Minister of India and let him listen. What, what we're talking <laughs> and if they can change anything for us. If you don't know. I haven't been to the India in last 35 years since I moved to the U.S. Oh. I barely have visited two times, that's it. And one of mm. them was after 21 years. So you can mm. tell two ways how much I'm attached with it. And when you bring this news for media, I don't know nothing about it, what's going on in India. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have those close connections where somebody can give you the confirmed news. There is a lot of fake news going around. And right now, I can tell you, world is interested in not the real uh, news. It's all about the controversies and the controversial statements, and that is what it feds up. Fans want to read those kind of things. Nobody cares about the reality. Okay, folks, let's pause for a cause because we have Simon. Simon on board. Simon, and a very good evening to you, Mr. President. And uh, good evening, Cardinal. Good evening, Audley. Good evening, Virgil. Mr. Patel. Jetna, good evening to you. Ivor, good evening. Mr. Mackenzie, good evening. And I cannot leave out Virgil. I heard him. Uh, very good evening to everyone. Hope everyone had a wonderful week last week. And we are hoping for a much, much better week this week. Hope everyone is well. Okay. And I want Just you to keep well and be safe. We have not you and your whole from, family. Yeah, we, we have not heard from Audley. I hope nothing is wrong with him. Yes. Um, okay. okay. Normally no. we send a text also. But I hope yeah, but this time of the year, yeah. I think he's in Florida. Yes. So yes, yes. Should so be close by you. That's yeah. what I was just saying. That I'm going to ask you to jump across to suggest him. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay, go ahead. Make your point now. Yeah. Talk to us, Simon. 
Are you ready for my question? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, I thought I thought you were going to give Virgil a, a few more hours. Okay, uh, ladies, <laughs> gentlemen, I was thinking all day, and I said, uh, what question could I give tonight? And I said, what Weston is done so poorly. I just heard from my brother-in-law in Grenada, and he said he got so fed up, he threw the radio outside the house. I said, no, that's all right. That's okay. So my question for you tonight is, if you are given the job to rebuild West Indies team, first part of the question, would you take that job? And second part of the question, how would you go about it? Let me repeat it. If you are given the job to rebuild West Indies team, would you take it? Question part number one. Part number two, how would you go about it? Personally, I, I don't think I'm qualified to do the job, but I could offer some comments. That's all I could do. That's my take. Okay. That's a clear answer. Cardinal, you want to take it on? Yeah, okay. I would take the job, considering what happened... Uh, uh, over the past couple of years, I don't think I could do any worse. So, <laughs> I would take the job. <laughs> and how would you go about rebuilding it, Cardinal? I would, I would restructure. It, it, to me, it would be a simple matter of using what has worked. So I would structure a system that would at least mirror the, the, the one, the structure that brought us what we know today as the legends. For instance, we had a very vibrant Leeward and Windward Islands tournament going on. Mm-hmm. Very vibrant. The, the corporations were involved, um, and everybody was involved, the schools and, and, and things. And then you would have an attraction for cricket once again, so which, you, which would involve the local clubs and the schools. So you would have cricket going out of the grassroots once again, built with, in, in, in gradual steps into West Indies cricket on an international level. All right. Thank you so much, Cardinal. Thank job. you. Sounds very good. Yes. Uh, anything, Simon? I would certainly, I think, consider taking the job, but how I would go about it is simply to find the group of individual who I could trust that would be able to impart their knowledge, skills, and experience into building back the West Indies the way it is supposed to be. And exactly. I would want to encourage them. I would certainly encourage them to start in the schools. We need to have more competitive tournaments in the school, which will bring uh, pride and results, which means that we have good competition amongst the school, leading right through to colleges and other, other places in, in, as far as cricket is concerned. So that, that's how I would go about it. What about, what about Mr. Thank you so much, Dennis. Thank you. 
How about you? I like to hear Virgil now. Virgil has a lot to say. <laughs> How about you, Mr. McKenzie? McKenzie, don't sleep on us. This is what I would do. You guys are off to a good start. The schools are fine, but when they leave school, they need something to continue on. And I see where a place I used to work in, Jamaica, called the Social Development Commission, SDC, has about 200 teams taking part all over the island. We need to, we could, that's something we could work on structure it, get somebody who they respect who they respect to help along the way, coaching them, and they help them to build some self confidence in, in themselves. We used to have Dickie Fuller going around and help the coach. We used to have George Edley visiting us and help us and help the coach. You know? We need to have somebody of that height that caliber to really instill some pride into these young players. And I think what is really lacking is the lack of pride and the lack of cooperation. People don't go out there and play together again. They just go out there, bam, 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 and back in the pavilion. They don't care about the other players. So this is where we have to build a united united team where they have respect for each other and they play along with each other. Come, take your singles, take your shoes. When the ball comes along, take the four, put it away, you know. But we don't have that type of discipline again in our game. And that is really, really lacking along with the cooperation and support. Each player, you, you support each other, you look out for each other. We have to have some discipline out there. And this is what it does have. Back to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we'll come here about India too, but just anything for question? No? No? Okay, okay. No, let me give my piece. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm agreeing with what Cardinal said, but I think I'm, we're talking about the, when you say about the legend, we talk about you reach the West Indies cricket. No, not the local thing in them home, what we play. What I want to do, have, whether the court management and everybody, you have rules and regulations that you have to follow, just like, don't matter how somebody behaves, right? This person can behave cursing, doing all kind of stuff. When they go into a courtroom, you can't believe it's that's the same person. And my cricket should run, my administration should run the cricket like in a courtroom. Anytime you disrespect and behave in a certain kind of way, you're gone outside the door. When you want to behave properly and you listen and you follow direction, then you can be in our squad. But when you want to behave, you don't want to do this, you don't want to because what? You think you have all this amount of money, you don't want to do this? No, you're not in my squad. And that is what we have to deal with these guys with. You cannot make these guys come in and because they're making this money, they're not practice to the yard, they're not, come, they're not doing this, and then, like, you just bow down to them. The administration have to have some real heavy, heavy balls to deal with that situation, and if they run it like a courtroom, 
Because you're coming inside, you better have respect. You can't just walk in and don't even want to say good morning because you think, no, 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 no. You have respect for me, I have respect for you. But the minute when I give you a job to do and you refuse it, you're not be a part of the squad. And that's what you have to do. I remember one guy told me, Clive Light, come home. And um, I think um, Ghana was losing all in game. And Clive Light, come home and was taking over. And one guy there, he was making a lot of runs. And they said, they get, get up five o'clock in the morning to go jogging and all this stuff. The guy said, he's not going nowhere. And you know what happened? He leave him out of the team. Couple of weeks after, all of a sudden, now the guy want to come back. He had to do what he intended to do. And you have to do things like that. Don't make these guys think that the, they are bigger than the game. As long as you make them think they're bigger than the game, that is what's going to happen. You have to have rules and regulations that these guys follow. And that's not what's happening in the West in this cricket right now. So that's what Amen. we have to do. Thank you, Cardi, um, Virgil. Do we have Ivor with us? Is Ivor with us? I don't think he's, he's, he's ready to speak yet. Yeah, I can, I can complete. Yeah, I, I can say West Indies not gonna give me the job, and even they do, I will not take it. <laughs> <laughs> I give you my suggestion as a coaching. The few things are very important. First of all, this team is missing the team cohesion. We call it a binding or team chemistry. It does not exist. Period. It's open. The reason mm-hmm. for that, these players are because they are uh, not able to figure out or uh, usually I will say they are not able to deal with the personality and mentality. Here we need the mentality, not the personality. That is the major issue in this team. Because the personality, a lot of people are putting the prize, what they get to play over a pride to play for the West Indies. So these are the three main ingredients missing. And I will say to do that, there are a lot of things need to be happen. One of them is the discipline. Need to be a fair process. Without the bias business, sometimes they bend the rules. Like we know that yo-yo test situation, you let it go one player and don't let it go other player. If you keep continue, then this is going to happen. You need to bring the discipline. That's the most important thing. And top of that, yeah, a good right. leader and coach mm-hmm. who can instill the concept of championship team. Remember, the Clyloid, we call a big cat. Why he was successful? Because he instilled that instinct, we call it, to become a champion with a common goal to fight against the world cricket. This does not exist nowadays. Because these people are for the prize, not for the pride. So those are the few things they need. These are the pro players. They have the capability. They are able to perform. We have seen on and off performances. So it's not about development and all those. It's all about how you can get the best and most out of these players and ask them to play together. And that is the part is missing. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mr. Let me just add something else. You you give us your take. You know, the question about putting cricket in in schools, talk about the government is doing that. You know, so I've heard that they are government about doing that. And if I even ask or ask for any suggestion, one of the things I would love to see is that we introduce cricket. 
around all the countries in the Caribbean and the neighboring people like Venezuela, the Dominican Republic, even Cuba, and see if they can join with us to make a Western Union. We may um, get this. Uh, thank you so much, Mr. President. Well, may I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not qualified to do that, but if they did ask me, there are a few things I would think about. First of all, I would open a camp and bring men in like Butcher, Sobers, Kanai, Solomon, Rowe, um, the two Antiguans, Richard Richardson. Have a camp. Put those men in the camp and say, look, we were on top for 14 years. This is what we did. This is what you should do. This is what you should be doing. Put them in a camp for about a month. Let them tell them how I play the ball. Especially my favorite cricketer was um, Chandapal. He's not going to make a 1,000, but he's not going to give away his wicket. I like the way he bats. He said, I'm here to bat, and I'm not going to go throw away my wicket. That's the first thing that you go in your mind. I'm not going to throw away my wicket. You have to get my wicket. You have to get me out. I'm not going to throw it away. This is the mentality we should have with our game. Just like everybody said, everybody making all this money. And they go in, they make two, three, sixes, and they're out. They have to learn to concentrate. You have to concentrate. But for three, four days, like, like oh. Sobers and um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the Trinidadian. Um, Laura, you know, you have to have that concentration. But now I think they're getting so much money for the shorter version of the game, so they're not interested really in the longer three, four days of the match. I think that's what the problem is right now with West Indies. Not that they don't have good players. They have good players, but they're just not equipped to, um, they're not disciplined to do the the job that these men used to do. Solomon, Mm -hmm. Butcher, Kanai, Rowe. Uh, the two Antiguans, you know, these are men that they should follow in their footsteps and see, well, you know, what are we doing wrong? You know, why can't um, Lara make 400 runs? Why can't Lara make 375 runs? Why can't Lara make 502 runs? Why are we failing? What's wrong? There's something wrong. We are doing something wrong. We're the same West Indians, eat the same uh, curry goat and, and rice and beans and all that. Nothing has changed. I lived in England all this time. My wife still cooks curry. And, <laughs> and, you know, so all the things that they brought up on, they were cooking and they were eating and they were playing and they were winning. Now, with all their money and all that, I can't understand why they're failing. You know, my brother-in-law said he's a big cricket fan. He played in England. Now he went back home to Grenada. He said, I'm so fed up with them, I just threw the radio away. <laughs> I didn't want to hear anything else, you know. So um, people are turned off, you know. They, they have to do something to get the people back into the pavilion and to, you know, follow West Indies cricket again, you know, just like it used to be in my day, you know. I know it's changed now. Everybody got television in their houses. When I was growing up in Caribbean, we never saw television. I never saw television when I went to England. I was a teenager. And now everybody got television. They still want to watch. When I was going, growing up in Caribbean, you walk down the street, and Cardinal said it the other day. He said, Simon, you know you're right. Every radio station is playing the cricket. You don't mm-hmm. miss any cricket. Because mm-hmm. when you leave this house, Kanai is in, and Kanai plays forward and hits it in the boundary, 
and you go to the next house, and Kana is back on his back foot, you go to the next house, and Kana is doing this, you have missed any cricket. Every radio is on a cricket. Yes. Now, big difference now. I don't know what the change is, but nobody's interested in the game. These yes. are the things that we have to look at. We are not playing a good game. Yes. We are not playing a good game. I thought about it today, and I said, let's, let's discuss this a little and see how the, how the panel thinks about it, what we can do to improve our game, to get back to where we were before, you know, in the 60s, 70s, even 80s, you know. So that's what I thought about. So I yeah, hope yeah, that... Um, yeah, my, 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 I want to comment on something that you mentioned. You mentioned the, you mentioned the, the centuries. Yeah. My thoughts came up to when was the last time we had a Western batsman score in a century? I think the last time we had one was when the guy scored 210. Yeah, right. right. Now, I thought about it today and I said, you know, let me bring this question to the panelists because I'm going to be honest with you. These men on the panel and ladies, they know the game, they know the cricket game. And they can enlighten it. They can say what we are doing wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. So I said, let me bring it to the panelists and hear what they think. And I wasn't disappointed. I had good answers. Everybody had good. Uh, Cardinal gave the good answers about this. Going back to school, Mr. McKenzie, starting up from grassroots and even to Virgil. And um, there are ways we can improve. Put all these things together. There are ways we can improve our cricket, you know. Mm-hmm. So... Well, Cardinal has a question for you. Cardinal, you have a question for Simon. On the yes, yes, I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> no, no. I, no, I don't have any questions. <laughs> no, I you think of something. You're asking you the other question on behalf of the panel. Oh, oh, yeah, ask, ask me a hard one. one. <laughs> like like what, what, color, oh, oh, what color is the cooking oh, ball? I'm supposed to. <laughs> I'm supposed to ask Simon the question for today. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that one that one, yeah. that one caught me in media. Okay. okay. Um I I I heard um Dennis gave a presentation earlier this evening regarding yeah. you know yeah. the involvement of Yorkshire. Yeah. And um Michael Vaughan. Yeah. And and the acts are being investigated. Now back in nineteen sixty eight we had a conflict with a young man a young man from, from South Africa. We started with we surrounded a young man South Africa from South Africa who played his cricket in, in England. Yeah. His name was Basil de Oliveira. Yeah. When England was to make the tour of uh, to South Africa in 1968, yeah, the Oliveira was asked to stay to to pretend to be sick by his captain. Could yeah. you tell us who was the captain of the English team at that time? In 1968, mm-hmm. let me go back. Let me go yes. back right back now. Um, could it be Could it be May Peter May? Let me go back no. to 68. I was in England in 68. Let me see. Peter May could have been a captain at that time. I would think I would think it would probably Peter May I think was the captain then. I'm not quite sure no. but it comes to my mind. Give, give a guess, Simon. Give a guess. Give a guess. Yes. Okay. 
Okay, not me. Was it Cowdery? Colin Cowdery? That's Colin Cowdery. All right. Because I was in England then. You know, I was a big cricket fan. I live in Middlesex. And um, Dennis could tell you <laughs> about Middlesex. We, we produce some of the best cricketers in the world, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I thought it was Cowdery. Yeah. Okay, very good question. Very good question. Question, question. Was, was Cowdery United? Yes, yes. And we have our panelists thinking tonight. And they had very good answers when I asked that question, especially from Dennis and from mm-hmm. Cardinal and um, our good friend here, Virgil, you know. We could all put our heads together and see what we are doing wrong. And if we can sit here in, in America and see what we are doing wrong, why can't they there see what they are doing wrong and correct it? That's what came to my mind today when I, because my brother-in-law, he played in England and he went back home to Grenada. And um, he said he, he's so fed up with West Indies now. He just threw the radio away. I said, no, that's, you have to go and get the men together, talk to them, say, you know, what are we doing wrong? Tell me, what is it wrong? Yes, yes. We're going to go to that. We're going to go to all these countries, how they're coming up in their cricket. Who you talk to? We're going to go to that. First, we're going to ask Mr. Patel. Yeah, how, how is India affected by the not qualifying or coming out of the super super twelve? And what changes you think that India would make? Okay. Jaden? Yeah, what's gonna happen? India will go back, people will forget. By adding two teams, which means we're going to have double games than what they played this year. And uh, India is all about just craze. They don't care about winning, losing. It happens for a few days, just like a regular lifetime situation. If something happening in family, bad thing, you usually go in a sad mood for a while, but they, everyone bounces back. If the game goes on, it's not about winning everything, but it's all about enjoying the game. But do you think, don't they have the same feeling like how the Caribbean feel when they lose? Remember, I sent you that picture that the West Indies fans are with the rocks and stones waiting for the West Indies team, right? This is what happened in India. They usually prepare, the fans going to throw the old shoes and they make a garland out of those old shoes and that will be your present. And don't forget, you might be thrown at the uh, dirty eggs, I call it. And yeah, you never know what kind of treatment you get because you lost <laughs> the respect when you lose. You know, And it happens after almost every major uh, tournament loss, but then the fans come back because they realize it was a day we lose doesn't mean we are loser all the time. They usually look for the good entertainment out of the game, and that's how it is. Game goes gone. And the change is coming because uh, Virat Kohli decided to step down. So that will be a new captain. Most likely, I feel Rohit Sharma will be the next person in Suze. And then we also got this uh, coaching change because uh, now 
Rahul Dravid has accepted the India's coaching, especially for the test. And uh, in uh, my impression, I will say I'm not sure on uh, Rahul Dravid's situation at the moment because uh, this particular captainship under Virat Kohli cost us uh, Anil Kumble first in England when he lost the Champions Trophy. And now mm-hmm. we are losing the another legend, Ravi Shastri, without uh, a successful run at the major world event. And uh, let's hope Dravid can do something better with the new leaders. And uh, it's again, it's a time, in my opinion, they may need uh, maybe two different coaches, one for the test and another for the T20, because these are the two different formats two different set of players, and just like we have the teams, you see certain players only play test, certain players only play T20, so why not coaching? And that's probably the future ahead for the world cricket. We might see multiple coaches dealing with the different format. Yeah, I have a question. Go ahead. I have a question for Coach Jatin. Go ahead. In India is about to expand the IPL. What effect is that likely to have on cricket in general in terms of the, desire, the need for players? Pakistan presumably did not play the IPL, do their version of the, um, you know, the, the IPL because of the COVID. The CPL is calling for uh, time. Big Bash League. England wants to gain such as the hundreds. New Zealand, with all these individual countries asking for their version of the IPL. How is that likely? Will that affect the international game as such? Because, I, you know, they have to make time for each one of these countries to get. So if everybody demands six weeks out of the season or two months out of the season, how is that going to affect regular county cricket, test cricket, and local and national cricket? It's a very difficult question to explain how the ICC is going to handle that. But one thing is firm for sure. This is what the BCCI is doing for the last 11 years. When IPL comes, they are not involved in any other cricket period. Now, with these two more teams included, means. Beginning from the next year, they're going to use the double amount of time to play those double number of games. Because mm-hmm. adding two teams means you are adding another 50-plus games, and that's going to be the longer stretch than what they have right now. It will be the double, I will say, in terms of the time. So, in my opinion, IPL schedule and window, they need to play the all IPL games at once. It can take the same amount of time. It can take combining all these other tournaments. CPL is barely, what, six teams, right? PSL is a limited two. If you go England, they have bigger volume, but that's uh, 100. So it's a different version of the game. BBL has a less than, I think, eight teams or something. Where IPL is now expanding to the 10 teams, and everyone play two games against each other until they decide to go for the top four as a playoff. So it's a, my opinion, I will say every country will target their own choice not to be involved in international cricket when the local tournament is going on. And then you're going to have the option open for the players. 
if they want to play for the country or they play for this uh, T20. And uh, it's a very unfortunate the way the T20 expanding this, uh, uh, I will say, less amount of time it takes and the players can make more money. That is the huge attraction. And I will not be surprised. A lot of players will decide to retire from international cricket and say, okay, we're going to keep continuing playing T20. That is what's going to happen. And what its indirect impact is, we're going to lose the quality games. We will not have the quality cricket. So that is what I'm preaching for last, I will say, six years. Cricket is dying, but the people don't believe it. Then, yes, this cricket will continue. But with what? It's the quality of players. They're not going to produce the tough fight for five days. You're randomly going to have, I will say, if you look at the 25 tests a year, you might have one or two good draw, which lasts for five days, and they fight. Other than that, it will be wrapped up in third day, fourth day, and that is what is happening. So this, this is going to be the huge impact, but the only the good thing I look at it in this situation is more teams, more competition means we're going to need the more players. It will give the opportunity for the lot of new players to be in because we have plenty of players right now about the age of 30. How long they're going to last? And if they keep continue playing, let's say, three or four tournaments a year, are they able to take this workload? No doubt everybody wants to play, but do we have the legs to be on the field to play these games? It takes a lot of fitness. So it, it's a win-win, but I will say the best thing moving forward, T20 is the most exciting game. And a lot of uh, cricket pundits and gurus telling you the same story. It's a next-generation game. The next generation love the T20 over test, and uh, that is what is expanding. And uh, don't forget, we are just T20, but there is a T10 also going on now. And it may catch up the good interest from the youngsters. Jay, I doubt it is going to happen because this is a completely different situation. I believe the IPL format is a little bit uh, different where they look into all cricket bodies around the world besides the ICC mm-hmm. to make sure they are part of it. They are supporting the event, right? And that is the one way it's a good. At least the board knows where the players are playing and they are getting some revenue out of it, which is a good thing to have it because there's a lot of expense involved. But the thing mm-hmm. is, as everyone talks normally, why don't we use this money right way to develop the game? Well, then it's yes, up yes. to go to the administration. It has nothing to mm-hmm. do with the board, actually. They have to decide what they want to do with this money. And it's a, mm-hmm. a very unfortunate, I will say. It's not just West Indies. Almost every country you see, there is not much going on. 
where they can get good amount of support they need in terms of the coaching or in terms of providing the facilities and sometimes people thought that we need to fix our infrastructure and sometimes there's a very the development tournaments at the local and regional level now these are the all combination of issues are kind of very common to almost everywhere i was just reading one of the article last week and i noticed that now almost every cricket country is behind the school cricket they weren't interested 20 years back think about it no one was yes. talking about school no, cricket no. and just last 15 years now whether it's west indies england australia usa or india now everyone is talking we need to go to the school and introduce the cricket so what we did for 200 plus years yes 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 yes, yes. point point i will say this is the main issue they forgot for 200 plus years and now everyone is wake up because they see the money is there and they can get more money if the more people involved yes yes they could have done it this is 50 years back in order to compete with the soccer and make the more participation and engagement worldwide and we could have more uh, global sport compared to any other sport but there's a two front if you look at it in last 10 years they are also talking women cricket heavily mm-hmm. and 15 years i call it school and college cricket but what happened before that the cricket has been played since 1845 yes sir, yes, sir. gentlemen we're going to make this be our closing topic tonight what do you suggest to remedy western this situation at this point make your suggestions folks and what changes would you make at this point starting with cardinal your changes cardinal what changes would you make to west um who i'm going to support um i almost came close to supporting dennis <laughs> Uh, when Dennis wanted to change the team for the second half of the the inning the other day, um, David, David, David um, came on yesterday, and he suggested to clean house, fire everybody, and start from the the beginning. Now, we used to we used to to to, to have people um, live in. Everybody know everybody here know what's Wara. 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 How many people know what's Wara? <laughs> Wara is the no. blade from the cane, from the sugar cane. And people used to use the blade, the dry blade, and make houses from them. But after a while, the, the termites, uh, what we used to call wood lights, would get in, and they would, they would eat it down and it would fall apart. So what you would have to do at that point was to light the whole thing on fire because you couldn't let the termite-infested thing um, stay there. So you had to light it on fire. So to burn everything out and then build a new, 
a new house, a new thatch house on the spot. If you didn't burn it, you you would have you wouldn't leave too many termites alive. So your your new house would not last, you know, any time. So what we need to do here is to dismantle this whole rotten structure, clean out the spot, and begin to build a new one. Somebody had invested at that had said that you know some years back. Invest, invest in the youngsters and see if you could cultivate a mindset with a kind of dedication to play for West Indies. When it was a sense of pride to play for West Indies. This business that we enjoyed for some time of, you know, fellas rejecting West Indies contracts and, you know, making a lot of claims and, you know, really busy bodying with, with, with um, I, I really call it belly aching. You know, having been given the opportunity to play for a team with a great name, reputation, and legacy, you're going to get to this point where you are going to reject the contract, reject playing for West Indies. Like, we, like Gary, like so Gary said earlier, man, it was a pride. It was a joy to know that you're playing for West Indies. That sense, the essence of that joy, the essence of that accomplishment as being given the maroon cap and the maroon blazer has lost. And the mindset of our new players is one of content for the symbol that, of that legacy. So you got to clean house. Cultivate a new crop. Totally, Ambrose said the other day, we can never get back to where we are because our youngsters do not understand what cricket means to West Indian people. They are not playing cricket for West Indies. They are playing cricket for their own glory. You cannot harbor that mindset. And so, in order to, to get the rid of that, you got a clean house. But David Cardinal, came close to what I, I was suggesting. Mm-hmm. Fire everybody from the top down. But, but, but you have a tournament to defend. You, you have two tours on, in, in being already scheduled. And you have to be qualifying for the next, next World Cup. You're not a shoo-in. Well... <laughs> Well, it, 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 you've got to start now. Exactly. You've got to start now. Yeah. Okay? So, tournament, those tournaments have already been scheduled. So, you've got to start to think it. Even if but you have to go in with players, a brand have to team management, you have and coach. let them Would you fire the coaches? Would you fire the, the, the director of cricket? Would you fire... You can't fire the president because he's elected, right? You can have a referendum on moving. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I if I could I would if I could I would do that too. Well, okay. Um, so you know, what would you do with I mean, the players? I'm what sure would we you have make any changes in, in terms right of leaving? Hmm. I'm sure we have people in the Caribbean right now who you can select or elect, put in place, and they can hit the ground running. And one of the people that come to mind is Curly Ambrose. 
Because I was very disgusted with the, with the fact that that um, Simmons is going to tell me that he's going to fire Kirkley Ambrose as the bowling coach because he wants somebody more technical. Who knows more technique about bowling than Kirkley Ambrose? Yes. A man with 400 wickets. A man who would, you know, the Australians consistently say, and I could say the Australians because some of sufficient of them have said it, the most difficult man I have ever faced is Courtly, is Courtly Ambrose. The Englishmen know it very well all over the world. And, 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 and Simmons is going to tell me, I got to fire him because I want somebody more technical. A man who created technique in bowling. Any coach, any coach mm-hmm. that comes mm-hmm. have to have the choice of keeping the coach that they have on or bring their own. It's Phil it's Simmons' yeah. choice. It wasn't, it's his choice. We yeah, didn't have anything to do with it. Choice. It's his choice. Yes. Make your mm-hmm. choice. Make your choice. But give me the benefit of my intelligence rather than telling me something like that. A statement like that insults my intelligence. I insult the intelligence of West Indian people. But you, can't do, for, but you can't do it for Ben and don't do it for, for Simmons. So while I, I would love to see Ambrose in the place, if they had that in place, you have to make it continue. Because... When 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 Bennett King came, he came with his with his people, right? And that is one of the stipulations that the coach walk with his his people. But anything else apart from that? Would you no, I, I was, I was just about to say, Glenn McGrath. Mm. Right. I, I, I like mm. I say, I'm on mm. fire. Everybody. Okay. And start afresh. Well. But would you would like to make some suggestion as to the captain, the vice captain, the the, the T20, the the 50 over, or the test team, and the coach? I'm sure. I'm sure that I'm sure that there are people who there in the Caribbean, and 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 that's the difficulty because the structure has not is not in place. You know, you 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 don't know who to. We are at a loss as to who should come next. But. Prior to this time, we had, you know, we could look and see who was next in line because there were so many people in line. You know, let me go back. When Bernard Julian was the stabilized all-arounder in West Indies cricket team, we could always say, well, if Julian is out, there are so many people that we can look for. We could talk about Al Coriat from Montserrat. The guy was a showing as an all-rounder. But, you know, West Indies cricket was doing so well at the time that um, Coriat couldn't get a look in. You know? We had Jim Allen waiting in the wings if we wanted another batsman. But Jim Allen only played for West Indies in World Series cricket. Okay, and, 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 and all that. Because the structure is not in place, we, we are at a loss as to who's next. Who could we look at? When that structure was in place, we didn't know who was performing within it. 
we have a when, we, when I spread it around so others they can get a, a chance to give their views. So just yes, okay. Go ahead, finish up. Just finish up. Go ahead. No, I, I was, I was saying earlier, Glenn mm-hmm. McGrath, who's 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 given a greater reputation than 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 even Ambrose around the world when it comes to the Englishman and the Australian. Glenn McGrath said Curtly Ambrose was an inspiration for him. He copied Curtly Ambrose. So when Phil Simmons don't come back and tell me that he had to fire Ambrose and take Raddy Estwick because he needs somebody more technical, that's an, in, that's an insult to the intelligence mm-hmm. of anybody who has been following West Indies cricket for any period of time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to go. Dennis, I'm going to clean, clean house. Yeah. Dennis, you're going to yeah. clean house or you're yeah. going to retain me? <laughs> well, I think, you know, when I follow the uh, statements of present coach and assistant coach, they do not give me any confidence that they have any instructions they can give to the players that they can take to the bank. The statements that have been made by Simmons and Estwick are so juvenile and asinine it is an insult and so I would obviously want to start with changing coach you know I would definitely change coach and I would have to have a well, who will you replace him with I, will, I cannot say to you today that I'm going to put A, B or C I'm saying he has to go and then I will gather some of my experienced players and form a committee to find us a coach or coaches that will be able to inspire the team. Secondly, what I would like to see is more competitive inter-island matches. That means that I don't want to see just one off match between two islands. I want to see all the islands of the Caribbean in more competitive matches so that we will have sufficient playing time and experience from which to select the players who ultimately will you know, represent the West Indies. We cannot rely on just the CPL to produce the players that we want. England is no longer uh, an avenue for you know, getting our players the experience and the skills that they need to de- be developed. So they have to be developed at home. So I want to see a stronger inter-island set of competition along with coaches that know the game well and coaches that can inspire. We have too many of our greats, and Cardinal has named a few this evening. We have too many of them sitting on their uh, retirement when they should be actively involved more so in mentoring and bringing the youths up to par as far as we're seeing this cricket. Otherwise, we're not going to get anywhere. We need to bring back pride in the game itself, inter-island, inter-school, inter-college, inter-parish. That's what we need to see more of, pride and respect. That would be my contribution, Leah. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. McKenzie, what are your thoughts? Thank you very much. I, I, I tend to agree to our speakers. 
But one area where we are lacking, I I would I don't I would really uh, clean house because mm-hmm. the present coaches I don't know what the heck they're doing. But you have to put together a a, a, a number of guys who can instill some discipline into their players, the respect for them and so forth. I can remember going to Sabina Park years ago when Alan Ray was there. And, man, everybody would cringe. Alan Ray's here. So that would be an piece and cues. So we have to have um, people who are respected and who get the respect of the players. That's one thing. Then we have to get good coaches, especially in the schools. And we don't have the caliber of um, Dickie Fuller and um, George Henry going to schools over there. But we have to find some, we have to really sift through what we have and get the best of them and get the guys who the players would show some respect for. So I think we have a we have a number of levels of players. The primary school, the secondary school, the youth and then the adult team. And this is go, these are gonna take some doing and we should be able to find people who can help to guide them along the way. But the number one thing is discipline which we have to get from everybody or else you're, you know, you're out. And that is one of the things that they respect Alan Ray for. He was a real disciplinarian. You go somebody talk, misbehave, or anything like that, you're not coming back down there. And um, he was in charge of cricket in Jamaica. You're not going to play on the team. You are not going to play on the team. So we have to do a lot of um, soul searching and bring in the best we can find. Thank you. Yes, indeed. How about you, Virgil? What say you? Mm, I was a little bit out. We want to know what changes would you make after having no, no. been badly beaten and battered in the no, IC? No, what I said... When I said I was out, believe mm. you, I fell asleep a little while ago. I heard I you. I fell asleep. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> I heard you doing a Mr. McKenzie. <laughs> Go ahead, talk to me. Talk to us. Tell us. Tell us what changes would you make? Would you fire the president? Would you fire the vice president? Would you fire the director of cricket? Would you fire the coach? With that, with West Indies team? Yeah. That's all we talked about. Oh, no. No, no, no. When I said I was out, mm. I was here, had my phone in my hand, and I was fast asleep. But that's what I told that's you. That's why I didn't know who was talking about. So, um, <laughs> West Indies coach, oh, is, um, fired this, um, maybe the coach would have to go. No, I need, I need somebody inside here that will put their foot down and just like, as long as they have rules and regulations that these guys are following, Somebody that will tell, do their job. I don't think they're coaching them doing. I don't think the the board members are doing their job. 
They need to, like, you're the boss, they have rules to follow, and this is what I'm giving you to give to the president. So whoever signed up, they have to go to that. Just like how they say you have to pass the yo-yo test to, to do certain things, this is what these guys have to do. Would you fire Pollard? No, I mean, I don't want somebody as a captain, man. When you want somebody, but the captain, no, I mean, I think, because I think he has too much influence in the game, influence in the game. I'm think some, this, to me, like he play game selfish, like he don't like this person, and you can see it in the game. And I think that's one of the best of this big problem. I don't think Pollard or some of them guys get along real good. And I would take that away from him. Did you fire the coach? Did you fire the coach? For the coach, I want somebody else, man. I need somebody who, who, who put themselves out there. I don't think he do enough. All right. I mean, he can. How do they get somebody else? Huh? Yeah, Simon, Simon, could you tell me what, what changes would you make to West Indies? Well, I said, uh, I thought about it today, just like I said, I brought up the subject, how we could make our team better. Uh, what I'll start with, just like I'm virtually saying, the players... You have to have some discipline. You must have discipline in the game. And what I notice now with the game, these, people, these men don't seem to have the interest in the game. They don't love the game like the other men used to, like in my day. It seems like they're just playing for the money. They get paid whether they play or not. But in those days, these men used to play cricket because they love the game. And I don't right. see that love in the game anymore in these players. I can't see it anymore. Just like I told you about Chanda Paul, who was my favorite cricketer. Chanda Paul said, you're paying me to bat. I'm not going to throw my wicket away. You have to get me out. They must have that sort of uh, instill in their mind. I'm going to bat. I'm not going to throw my wicket away. I'm going to stay and bat. Even if I make 10 runs, I'm going to stay here for two days. That's what you're paying me for. But these men, they don't seem to have that discipline, you know, they want to go hit three sixes and get out. So um, this is what I would change, the mindset, you know. They don't have that mindset that they want to bat for three days or two and a half days or play out an innings or something. I don't see that in the West Indies game anymore, you know. I used to see teams, when the West Indies used to come to England back in the 60s, I said it before on the show, and um, Ivor agreed with me. Ivor said in my day, these, these men used to play cricket for three months. They go back to Caribbean, they cut sugar cane, they unload ships, they play for another three months, they go back home. Now they're playing all year round and still losing. They used to play three months and win. Now they're playing all year round, they should get better. I can't understand why, do, if they're burnt out, what the problem is. Or they seen too much money and all that. I really can't put my finger on it. But uh, I can't, you know, it's not realistic to think you could be on top all the time. No, I can't say that. Because okay. everything goes in cycles. Everything goes all in right. cycles. There is the best uh, now. Team, thank you. But there's going to come a time, maybe Afghanistan will be the best, you know. That's how yes. it goes in cycles. Yes. But I don't expect we to be at the bottom time. all the time. No. We're on time now. You we'll, we'll give you a chance a little time. Jaitin, Jaitin. Yes. What India is going to do? Uh, in, is India going to make any changes to their lineup in terms of who would be Indian next captain? I believe it could be Sharma. But you tell me from well, your perspective. Sarma is, is, is the best choice. 
He's a successful in a T20 with the five championship for Mumbai Indians. That proved he's a good leader. Uh, number two, India don't have that problem like the West Indies does. So it's not about changing system. It should be mm-hmm. about changing the process mm-hmm. in terms of how they execute the plans, right? They are capable. They are able to deliver. Just two failures against New Zealand and Pakistan doesn't mean we need a wholesale change. But going back to West Indies, I will say they need some major changes. And the best thing to do, I'm advocating this statement over many years. West Indies has a lot of caliber players, legends. Who knows? to deal with this game and they know because they played for the pride and they need to use the resources definitely I'm always vocal on the caliber of like Ambrose Courtney Walls or Andy Roberts you got legends they need to use those people in a balling coaches and absolutely beautiful to see West Indies has a lot of legendary batsmen Mm -hmm. and uh, I don't think anyone can beat in a mindset to Sinaran Chandrapal. He is one of the best players West Indies has produced when it comes to protecting his wicket. And I think he is a good caliber of coaching too. So what West Indies need to do at the moment is regroup, find the best, creditable players, not just players. If somebody has a higher credential, somebody has a higher expertise, somebody has a higher experience, why don't bring them into the system and work with them, not just one guy. You can hold up multiple, like a batsman. You got the Kalicharan, you got the Lloyd, you got the Richardson, you got the Haynes, you got Greenwich. You got plenty of them. Why they are not yes. using those resources? Yes. They need to have something need to be involved. If it is not at the national level or international level, then it should need to be at the local level. And that's how you can improve the game. Yeah, when, well, before before we go, there's one thought that is being shuffled around. I heard it quite a few a bit that we should expand the amount of coaches we have. Right now, we have the coach and two others that are involved with selecting a team. It is believed that is correct. You need to have at least four or five. The world is changing. Yeah, you need to need, need the world is changing, so it makes this common, mm-hmm. like a bowling coach, batting coach, head coach and the building coach, and the one up should be the mentoring coach, the one on more of the psychological side. Now, these are the five key ingredients of coaching nowadays, and you don't expect that one coach will be dealing all these possibilities. No, every field needs the expert. Exactly. You know, one other thing that I want to add, and, and uh, I hear quite a bit of um, recommendation that the guys have put up. I would love to see a, a guy like Philo Wallace being involved in West Indies cricket. I don't know if he will have the time because I think he's pursuing his law degree right now. But I listen to him all the time, and he seems to be a level-headed person. And to me, he's not an insular person from what I'm, I'm, I'm hearing. And I think West Indies should utilize him in a position because when he said something, everybody should listen. He's a player that I think that people, that it demands respect. You know, sometimes you have some player, they take it, you can take it lightly, take the guy lightly and do what you like, tell him things and nothing is done. But this guy is one that will put you on the street path. Westerns have some work to do. And thanks for all the suggestion. And the closing thoughts from Simon. 
Yes, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, well, tonight was really very, very good subject. I missed um, Jetna tonight. I didn't hear her, but I'm if she's okay, I'm... I'm looking Hope for her, but right. I can't find her at all. I've been looking for her since, since half yes, five. I, yeah, I hope oh. she and her family are okay. I yeah. missed her tonight. And um, I just want to say it was a wonderful show, show. I thought about my question today. I said, let me bring this to the panelists and see what they think about it. And um, I was very, very yeah. happy that everybody gave their input, what they will do to improve our game. It's what we need. Mm. Put their heads together and say, "What are we doing wrong?" You know, we were winning all this time. Now, what are we doing wrong? We're the same team, same West Indian, Trinidad, Guyana, Jamaica, Leeward Islands, Windward Islands. What are we doing wrong? So, gentlemen, have yourself a wonderful, wonderful evening and a wonderful week, and stay safe. And let us put our heads together, see what we can do to bring West Indies back to the glory days that we used to remember in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Have a very good night, gentlemen and ladies. And we'll be back here next week, Sunday, from 6 to 9 on The Cricket Show. Good night, all. It was a wonderful show. Yeah, we do have Ivor with us, but we have a lot of background noise. No. Come on in, Ivor. You can. Okay, Sandra. You too. You too. No, I took him off. Okay. Six five one. Three oh five six five one. Hands are up. Let me see. Three three zero. Three three zero seven eight six. Okay, Phil, come on in. Yeah. And then I'll bring Ivor quickly. Say a few words. Final words. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I wanted to say a doxology. To him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy, to the only God our Savior be glory, majesty, power, and authority, strength. Uh, Jesus Christ our Lord before, to Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages. Amen. Now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you very Amen. much, Phil. I appreciate your presence. I know it's past your bedtime, and we appreciate you staying up this long because it, you don't want to rub your bed. <laughs> yes, thank you. Night How thank about you, Jason? Your final thoughts, sir? Yeah, it's a great discussion again tonight. And uh, we went in with uh, what we observe and what we think about moving forward. And uh, let's hope. The better ticket is ahead, and uh, definitely I'm uh, looking forward to see the news, how the fans welcome the players, whether it's the West Indies, Bangladesh, or India. It should be exciting to see how they behave. Till then, I will say good night, everybody. I'll catch you next time. Cardinal, how about you, sir? Final thoughts? Stay with us, folks. I have to bring um, Sobos' message again. Before I go, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, I listened to Dennis who bring us a little clip on the affair with Yorkshire and being accused of racist activities, you know, by, by I think they're two Pakistanis. But, you know, these little reactionary measures do not, do not go very far. You know, places like Britain 
should understand that racism, part of their cultural affair, and, and, and punishing, you know, stopping short of creating or, or recreating a culture that respects the humanity of people, anything short of that is just meaningless reactionary measure which does not go very far. We had problems with this before. Like I said, back in 1968, you know, we had these problems going on where, where an entire people protested against, you know, racism in cricket. And so, and, and, and in other areas of people's mm. activity, economics, politics, and everything else. So these countries must recognize this is a cultural affair, and it's deeply embedded in their culture. So they got to start at, ten, Britain got to start at 10 Downing Street, okay? And, and they got to remember, you, you know, their own parliament. You, you got to get into your, into your judiciary and your parliament and, and all these places like that. Reaction to, reacting to the reactionary uh, uh, premises of, of two people on, on a field, yes, that has to be addressed. But I'm saying it has to be addressed on a wider level. Uh, unless, unless that happens, it's going nowhere. And with that said, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we can address this issue, not only Virgil with respect to India and Pakistan, but with respect to the entire world, its politics, its economics, its religions, and all that, that, that send people down the drain because of their, the terms of their identity. With that said, I'm enjoying the show tonight. And that's why I'm going to be here with you next week. Hopefully, I'll see you then. Until then, have a great evening. Have a great evening. Evening. Virgil, the final thoughts? Yeah, the final thoughts. Bring um, Alan Stanford back out of jail. Put him in the West Indies. <laughs> like he can control the West Indies team. Because when he had his tournament, believe you, these guys was well-groomed. These guys couldn't... The guys have to have respect for each one the legend that was around. And that's what was making the... The, 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 the T20 at the time, one of the best in the world because he had his thing well-structured and these guys had to have respect. Otherwise, they're out of the team. And that's why you really need um, with um, the West Indies team. Anyhow, to all the listeners all over the world, thank you very much for listening to us. Looking forward to this weekend coming up and hope all of you watching the four teams that lead back in the, the, mm-hmm. the T20 champion. And we know... Pakistan is going all the way just right. to keep all these other country mouth shut up from their misbehaving in cricket. Dennis, take it away from time. Thank yes. you very much, Virgil. Okay. A couple of things to remind you. The uh, women's, West Indies women, will be playing their first ODI on the 8th, which is tomorrow, wow. the 2nd on wow. the 11th, 3rd yeah. on the 14th. So remember to tune in and... Uh, support them. Of course, on the 10th and the 11th of November, we have the semifinals, two semifinals of the T20 World Cup. And so don't forget to uh, uh, tune in. And finally, remember to help to support the Antigua Barbuda Care. Debbie Simons, call her at 845-820-6598. And Dawn, 785-554-5628. Call them help with the situation 
and with Auntie Rababura Kerry. Thank you. Good thank night. Thank you very much. All yes, on the radio. Yeah, thank you so much. Anybody we left out? Anybody we left out? Anybody else? We haven't heard from you. Go ahead, Mr. McKenzie. I'm sorry. Yes. Well, I, I, I want to thank you very much because a lot of enlightened thoughts came forth about the rest of this and this future. <coughs> I wish you could collate some of these thoughts and mm-hmm. invite the hierarchy of the West Indies board to learn of what this dissatisfaction and some of the ideas we have put forward because they cannot continue like this. And with that, I want to say thank you very much for moderating this lovely show. And thank I you. want to say good night and I see you on the radio next Sunday. Thank yes. you. Thank you all so very much. Do you leave out anybody? Nobody else has been left out, but we just want to part with these words, the words of Sir Garfield Sobers. He's hurt, West Indies lost, and he is weeping. Judging from myself, my whole obligation was to West Indies. Well, I will. As I have always said, I have never made a run for me. I have always played for the West Indies team, you know, and it was such a pleasure and joy to be able to do what I did. You know, records meant nothing. The team was important. I don't think we have that kind of person today. We might have them in different countries. We might have them in Sri Lanka. We might have them in England, in Australia. But I don't think we have that kind of person in West Indies cricket anymore. Who is quite prepared to play and to give it everything? And that hurts. And until we can get people who are willing play for West Indies in the right way, I think that we're going to be struggling for a long time. Other countries are going to come and surpass us. I believe that a lot of West Indies want to make test cricket and do well because the IPL is just around the corner and they can go there. That is not going to develop a country. That is not going to bring a country back to the standard that it used to be. Because as soon as they develop and they get there, they're gone too. Yeah, that's the great Sir Garfield and Aubin Sobas. Good night, all. Thank you all for participating. And it was a joy for me to host the show tonight. Good night. God bless each and every one of you. Good night. Good night, Mama.